0: Across the UK, online, online and on DAV.
1: Talk Radio. For those about to talk, we salute you. Talk Radio.
2: Evening, dear listener. Yes, 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 I'm back. Um, Dot Wiggins from the shags is going to start the show. You can still give me a call, though. 0844 499 1000. We call you back. This is Talk Radio The last time you heard the Shags on the radio, probably last week if you were listening to this show, as we tend to play them uh, quite a lot. The Shags are one of the most um, remarkably strange bands in the history of rock, which is a pretty strange history in itself. I am more than thrilled um, to have one of the Shags uh, on the show right now. It's Dot Wigan all the way from the United States. Good evening, Dot. Good evening. (laughs) It's so nice to talk to you. Thank you so much. Um, That album was recorded... When was it? 1968, 69?
4: Yeah, somewhere between those two years, I'm not sure which. Probably toward the end of 68, beginning of 69.
2: It's very rare for uh, an album that's kind of, you know, 48 years old to still be getting um, so much attention. Are you surprised that people are still... Talking about that record,
4: I am very surprised. I'm amazed. How did it come
2: about? Because the Shags, you and your your sisters, it it, it was an unusual um, f- way of forming a band, wasn't it? What happened?
4: Uh, my father decided he wanted us to be in a band. He and his uh, mother had read his fortune when he was younger and said he was going to marry a, a strawberry blonde and have um. Daughters, and they're going to be in an all girls band. So he took it to heart, and as we get older and old enough, he took it he took it upon himself to uh, make it happen.
2: And, and how did you did you? It, so it was you and your sisters. What 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 you were you playing guitar? Dot.
4: I was playing rhythm guitar. Yes. Okay, and. How did you Excuse write? me. I so... was playing lead guitar. My sister Betty was playing rhythm.
2: Great. There we go. Thank you. And how
4: did you come about to
2: write the songs?
4: Um. Good question. After <laughs> I had. We had singing lessons and then, um, guitar lessons, I just started coming up with the lyrics. And, um, as I was writing the lyrics, I already had the tune in my head. So, yeah. Um, and then I wrote the music. And, and I. Are you
2: all right? What's going on in the background, Dot? <laughs>
4: That's my son playing his video game. No! I, think I need to go... Let me go shut no! the door, because what's oh! can get... What's...
2: what's he, do you know what he's playing, Dot?
4: I'm not sure, but I
2: can ask him. Go on, ask him what he's playing, because yeah, I, I was playing before some Before game. I shut the door. Yeah, up, go on, ask him. He's, uh, he gets
4: pretty loud. Well, what what game are you playing? What game are you playing? Why? I not
5: is it
4: the new one
5: you just
4: got. Yeah. The
2: state. Yeah. I don't know. the state something. Oh, okay. All right. It sounds a bit complicated. Well, good. Good. Good for him. That
4: you're co- the state, Wait a minute. State.
2: State of decay. The state of decay. Okay. Uh, your kids. Yeah. Your kids surprised that people want to want to talk to their mom about her rock past.
4: Yes, especially my younger son, uh, Matthew. He's always liked um, our music and um, has it on his... Um, downloaded on his uh, laptop, I guess. Yeah. On his phone, maybe. Um, but, yeah, he's he's surprised, too.
2: Um, th- th- so you, you wrote the songs. And were you, I, I, I think I've been telling the story wrong, because I was always telling the story that you uh, girls weren't allowed to listen to rock music but that that's not true is it
4: no we could listen to music we weren't allowed to go to any concerts my father was very strict
2: yeah it's a strange thing is that your dad was so strict that he wouldn't let you go to concerts but he he was following this um uh, premonition from a psychic that you were going to be famous a famous rock band
4: that is true
2: well, it did. It did come true. You you were in a famous role, cited by Frank Zappa as one of his favourites.
4: Yes, I read that. Um,
2: so you hard to believe? It, well, it is. Well, I don't know if it is hard to believe because there's there's a wonderful charm about your record. You know, there's a naivety um, about it. How old were you, Doc, when when you when you went in and recorded the album? Um, Let me see. It was
4: probably twenty.
2: 20 years old, and um, were you the main songwriter? Did you write all of them, or or, or was it a collaborative process? I wrote all
4: of them but one. My sister Betty wrote one song, but it's not on the album. It was after.
2: Okay. Um, And you rehearsed at home, did you?
4: Yes. We did take lessons at, um, guitar lessons at um, Manchester Music Mart with Ted Herbert, and we had voice lessons from a private um, woman in Manchester also. Yeah. And did the neighbours
2: complain? Did you? Because I was in a band when I was younger, and my mum was constantly getting phone calls and knocks on the door from neighbours saying, "Will you tell him to shut up?" Did you? Did, were your neighbours quite good? No, we never did get any complaints. <laughs> well, there, there you go. You see, that's fantastic. <laughs> and then you went and recorded. Your dad paid for you to go and record the album. Yes. That must have been quite nerve wracking because often when bands go and record their first record, there's you know there's a sense of trepidation and um, you know they're a bit terrified. Were you girls nervous?
5: Yes, I'm sure we
2: were. How did it go? What what what, what do you remember from the sessions?
4: Um, I, we probably recorded different than most bands did. We had headphones on and yeah. listened to our music. As we recorded it, the way I remember it,
6: anyway. Yeah.
2: Um, I'm going to play, listen, uh, Dot, stay there, because I'm going to play, if you don't mind, I'm going to play one of the songs. Now, the album is Philosophy of the World. Came out 68, 69, something like that. Uh, Let me just play a little bit from one of the songs. Here we go.
7: I wonder There are many things I don't It seems as though The things I wonder most Are the things I never find out I wonder about the stars above I wonder about the birds that fly I wonder about your love But most of all I wonder why you make me cry I wonder, I wonder, I wonder why we have to say goodbye? There are some things I don't understand. There are some things I do, but one thing I don't understand is why we
8: have to be so cruel. I
2: understand why you what feel do. Well you, what li- this is you're listening to the Shags, dear listener, and that's the uh, the song "Things I Wonder." W- what do you remember about about that song, Dot? Um, basically
4: just coming up with the lyrics and writing it. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what I was wondering about, except for what it says, life, I guess. <laughs> did, what When you were
2: recording the album, and your dad had had, had, had spoken to this psychic who had predicted you were going to be a world-famous rock band, and eventually it came true, but when you were recording the album, what did you think would happen? What did you girls, did you go home and and... You know, fantasize about playing big stadiums and being on TV, or did you? Were you just doing it just to please your dad?
4: I don't think we expected it to go and go play on big stadiums and be big. Um, we did it because it was our father's dream. I think he probably thought that. I was hoping that.
2: And uh, there was a little bit of um, uh, the shenanigans, and you didn't, weren't there a thousand copies pressed, and they all kind of got disappeared or something?
4: There was a thousand pressed, and we only received a hundred. Oh, man. And um, the rest disappeared, yes.
2: And what happened after that? So the album, you recorded the album, and um, d- loads of copies got nicked. W- 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 but the band kept going for a while, didn't it? What What did you do after that?
4: Mostly we played at the uh, Fremont Town Hall, a dance every Saturday night for yeah. all, all the all kids of all ages. Yeah. K- kids, parents, whoever wanted to go.
2: And the kids were digging it, and were they? they?
4: The ones that went were yeah we got a lot of uh negative response uh, well my sister Rachel who was 6 years younger than I is 6 years, years younger than I am and she went to uh public high school on the bus so she got a lot of negative uh responses that we didn't hear because we didn't uh we were home what what kind, what
2: kind of stuff were they saying to her
4: Um but they didn't like it that um we didn't know what we were doing and pretty much what
2: we read a lot on years ago on the internet. It's, um, it is an unusual record. You know, you know that, don't you? It's, it's, it's... it's, I do.
9: Yeah. (laughs) Didn't
2: know it
4: then, but I know it now.
2: Yeah. But it fits in nicely with that whole kind of late 60s. I just read a, 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 a book about Tiny Tim. And I just listened for the first time to his album, his first album, um, God Bless Tiny Tim. And that's an unusual record and it doesn't fit in with anything else that's going on, but it's still a beautiful record. And I think the same with the shags. I don't know if I'd use the word beautiful, but, um, it's, it's completely unique and it's, it, it's marvelous. You know, there is a sense of joy on that album mm-hmm. on your record. Do, do, do you know what I mean, Doc? Um, not sure. You're not sure? No. Yeah, uh, well, I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say is yours is a tough record to categorise, but, um, it's, it's a good record.
4: Yes, that's what everybody seems to, uh,
2: think. It's it's garnered a lot of respect, um, throughout the time. Now, the, they're re-releasing... Because the original copy, you boy oh boy guys, if you find an original copy of Philosophy of the World on vinyl, you are sitting on a gold mine. Them, then things is worth a fortune. They're re-releasing it um, on vinyl, I think this autumn. How does that work, Dot? Do you do you kind of have any input in that, or does it, you know, does a record company own it? How does that work? The
4: record company owns it. We get um, a percent of royalties and. Um, we okay um like what pictures they're putting on it and things like that and they did a video to go with it and we okayed that too so we had some say in the matter but um it's a record company that does most of it um
2: and and what are you up to now i know that you've got um um you do solo stuff and i'm gonna play banana bike in a second which is a cracking song man um (laughs) it's a brilliant song but um i mean do you do do you play concerts do
9: you do shows do you go and
4: we have played them um actually they're doing a tribute to the uh shag's new philosophy of the world in new york um next month september 9th i think it is um i'm not going i've got too much going on at home i can't get away yeah but we're hoping to get some um tours in new hampshire maybe in um, october for New Hampshire, maybe Boston or Mass and uh, Maine. Yeah, those I can go because they're day trips. I just have two uh, rescue dogs that are. Um, one's diabetic and needs three insulin shots a day, and he's partially blind. And then I have a seven-year-old that is completely blind. Those so they need a lot of. Well, uh, the, I've, I've
2: got a, I've got a dog who's thirteen months old, and she's completely fit and fine. But man, alive, those dogs is hard work. Yeah, they are are a lot of responsibility There are a lot i've got a, i'm more of a here's the thing dot i'm more of a cat person and I've, I've got a cat this old cat who's 17 now i've had her for 15 years and she's great because she just kind of sits on the bed with me and she goes off That's and she great. disappears for a couple of days and she comes back and oh i've just been out Oh, i'm gonna go out again and the dog though man the dog it's constant d- come on let's do stuff let's hang out come on <laughs>
4: So, yeah they are a
2: lot easier to take care of yeah I, i'm getting that dog was a big mistake you might have another rescue dog soon um i'm not joking <laughs> i'm joking my, my family would kill me if i got rid of that
4: um i bet what's, what's your
2: dog uh, she's a she's a little um westy i nearly brought her in tonight west highland terrier i nearly brought her in tonight um and i, I will bring i'm going to bring her in on wednesday i might bring her in on wednesday unless we got dean we might have we might have dean from jan and dean on the show on wednesday how cool would that be
4: nice yeah nice yeah. you see.
2: Um, yeah, my two are pugs. Okay. Okay. The the pug the pugs are uh, the mm, yeah, they're an unusual. I see pugs walking around a lot, and they're an unusual mm-hmm. kind of looking dog. Um it it's it's been a real pleasure to talk to you. Um and I, I, I you know, your album really is unique. And it's it, there are many things in this world that are unique so I, I you know i'm I'm sure you're very proud of it um but it, it, it is a wonderful piece of art that you created with that record 48 years ago so thank you very much well, thank you thank you dot, i'm gonna play a little bit. nice talking to you oh hey listen man it's so nice talking to you you can come on anytime you want i'm gonna play a little bit of banana bike now thank you so much dot okay thank you thank you bye-bye
6: She gets on
10: her banana bike and pedals all around She gets on her banana bike and travels through the town There's just no stopping her, this is for sure She gets on her banana bike and pedals more and more She meets up with her friends and goes and goes and goes There's a destination, sometimes no one knows She disappears discussing always on our toes when is she gonna get on that banana bike where is
2: she gonna go well no no there you go you see um you know um let's discuss it after this
0: we have ways of making you talk.
2: Well, no. I oh, wait 444991000 four, is the telephone number. I have a, a week off. Ed, can you turn our mic on, please? Uh, I have a, a, a week off. Mm-hmm. And whenever you have a week off in radio, two weeks is the killer. But whenever you have a week off in radio, um, uh, coming back is always a little bit tricky. When James O'Brien has a, a two weeks off holiday, um, his shows are quite boring for a week or so. And my friend Scott um always does this thing like about six or seven shows back when he from his return he'll put james's back in the room it means he's back up to speed again <laughs> right and it's it, and it's it's a weird phenomenon it, it happens it so it's happens a bit like a
11: when you come back from school and you, you have forgotten how to hold your
2: pencil yeah 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 exactly it's that kind of thing so so coming back after a week away and it's been a very strange week you know we did a show up in edinburgh and um then we did the the the, the film ring last night which we'll, we'll, we'll talk about in a bit and i did a tv thing so my head my brain's all over the place anyway and the family is still away, and you know, so I'm uh, kind of all over the, um, the place. But then to come back and do an interview like that, a part of me thinking is is that me? <laughs> is uh, am I am I just? And, I, I, and one of the, the things whenever you, you go to one of these stupid courses on how to interview people, oh god but you're kind of forced to in this industry. They always say, don't ask closed questions. So by that, they mean questions that uh, the answer is yes or no. Now, I don't think there's a problem with asking closed questions because very rarely, unless you've got um you know uh unless you've got someone obnoxious Mm -hmm. they won't people don't answer yes or no
11: well unless it's a child children tend to answer. yeah yeah
2: yeah some yeah i know what you mean but sometimes a closed question is great because it gets you to you can by using yes no questions you can get to a point that you want to get to as an interviewer but um um dot was um was was not one of the most talkative guests i've ever interviewed and that is fine and it's not i'm not in any way having to go her because she's brilliant and i love the shags and i love what they stand for and i love that album and i you sorted her out so brilliant i'm so pleased we had her but i was aware that she wasn't being very talkative and then i was aware halfway through every question i was thinking oh no this is a yes no question i'm asking oh no this one's a yes no <laughs> oh no now i'm doing another yes no question and i'm mm-hmm. getting nowhere yes Um, but it's one of the shags, man.
11: It's one of the shags. The lead guitar from the shags.
2: She likes, well, I'm glad she remembered that she was the lead (laughs) guitar. Eventually, yeah, she did. Eventually, uh, remembered. Um, but, um yeah that was a tough interview here's
11: what i would say go on that interview was as deliciously awkward as listening to a shag's track
2: yeah 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 no i will and you've uh, just got
11: to surrender to it
2: i will i no i do i do surrender and i enjoyed it i enjoyed it i was i I was slightly distracted because periscope was wasn't quite working we're not going to do periscope tonight guys sorry it's, it's not working so i just and i was slightly distracted by that um but uh it was hard work but hard work is good is good and i do really there's a brilliant documentary called the devil and daniel johnson Mm
6: -hmm.
2: i think it's daniel johnson and it's about it's kind of if people if you've seen the if you've seen the frank movie haven't you yes um which isn't about frank Sidebottom. the frank movie i think is based on the devil and daniel johnson which is one of john ronson's favorite documentaries as well there's a lot of similarities in it right and daniel johnson i think i've got his name right someone will correct me if i've got it wrong i'm I'm wondering if i got his last name wrong um he's this song this really prolific songwriter right that a lot of people hail as a genius i don't think he's all that so i didn't buy into the song stuff but he is obviously um i think they say in the thing he's got autism or asperger's or something like that and he lives at home with his parents and he just would record just like songs and songs and songs and songs on cassettes and just mail them out and um you know the, the, the a radio station got in touch and said oh we've heard you're quite good can you can you just do us a tape of some of your songs so he just recorded the songs all again and mailed them out and he would go and do shows and stuff and it's a brilliant documentary i'll i'll, I'll find it for you um and i would put dot wiggin wiggins wiggin wiggin is wiggin i would put dot wiggin in with daniel johnson in with frank sidebottom in with um with wildman fisher to a certain extent although wildman fisher was mentally ill and i always feel a little bit uncomfortable about the exploitative side of wildman fisher in with captain beefheart captain beefheart right is i don't really know much captain beef up but he kind of started off as like a sort of bluesy rocker kind of thing in the early 60s and then he recorded this um really famous album called um trout mask replica great name (laughs) for an album right well no one else is
11: gonna pick it trait
2: trout mask replica what's the song in there? smiled and smile and twisted um And so he went from doing conventional songs, right, to, um... Oh, I'll have to have a look in a second. To, um, shacking up with his band in this house in the desert for months and months and months. And he wouldn't let them listen to music. And he came up with his own way of describing music with, like, colours and symbols and stuff like that. And then they would learn these incredibly complex, um songs that he would write and he'd re- rehearse it and rehearse it and rehearse it now it's hard work and i could never i could never quite dig the trout Musk replica album i'm trying to find the song um hang on a minute it really is there's a, a song that's smart and twisted um uh, i think well look there's 28 tracks here pick a track what between one and 28
11: um three
2: track three is dachau blues okay so we're gonna have a
6: Blue. Oh.
2: oh, hang on a second. Is it going to be an advert? Oh, well, how can they... You no, know, guys, come on. Oh, they, they want to play an advert for... Outrageous. First. Outrageous! How
11: dare they try and sell us stuff. We're trying to nick things for free.
2: Here we go. No, no, here we
11: go. We will oh. pay royalties.
9: Spam.
5: Here we go. cow Blues, those Blues, those Cow Blues, Cow Blues. Those poor Jews still cry. You see,
2: it's a tough listen. It's a tough listen. Let me pick one of the the, the popular ones. would I ones. pick
11: that one? Is there a catchy one?
2: Um I think that was the single.
5: Let's try this one. This. Black hands running, black hands crawling, yellow ants streaming, brown
10: hands gnawing all those people longing to be free
5: you see i mean
11: wow that's the sort of thing that would happen if you left my kids in a room with some (laughs) instruments
2: (laughs) but that took like months to record Oh wait, four four nine nine <laughs> one thousand. We really have gone down a musical cul-de-sac this evening. Mm. Anyway, I would put what I'm saying is I would put dot in with with Beefheart. Oh, Beefheart yeah. is, is, is Beefheart one of John Peel's favourites. You know, he's, he's he's well respected. He okay. turned out records. What was does anyone know? Can someone tell me what was Beefheart's pop song? He had a pop song, didn't he? Devil and Daniel Johnston. Thank you. Um, th- th- Beefheart had like a pop song. Um He had, like, a hit with something, and everyone kind of thought, oh, this guy's going to be something, and then he became that. Wow. And he went and lived in the desert.
11: Was there some peyote involved?
2: There was a lot of peyote involved there, guys. Mm. A lot of uh peyote.
11: Maybe it would make sense if we was taking that stuff.
2: Oh, wait, don't take that don't stuff. Don't take that stuff, it's bad for Don't take that stuff, man. Although, you know, the psychedelic experience... Can be a connection with the greater consciousness of God and the universe, but don't take that stuff. So I've been told. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Philip and Tris, stay there. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. It's Philip in South Norwood. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Philip. I've got three things I'd like to speak to you about. I'll
9: be the judge of that. Well, kicking off, Dean Torrance.
2: Fantastic.
9: Hopefully,
2: oh, hopefully yes. on Wednesday. He's definitely coming on.
9: He's definitely. Oh, but do you know what I'm? I must be I'm I'm I feel like one of the biggest fans. I mean, Ride the Wild Surf is one of the
2: Ride 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 the, the wild surf yeah. ride, ride 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 the, the wild... W- in fact hang oh. on hang on a second. Let me we need after all of that stuff, we need to uh cleanse our palates oh hang on here we go is it this is a song this is a prophetic song from jan and dean hang on have a listen to this have a listen to this philip let's cleanse our palates slightly after the um what was, here we go Shh, this is jan and dean hopefully this wednesday fingers crossed dean from jan and dean is gonna come on the show absolute surface here we go
6: it's
2: a song called dead man's curve right, oh yeah right. i've heard of this one right now jan was severely disabled in a car crash at no. dead man's curve yeah 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 and after that he he, he um, was in a coma for months everyone thought he was going to die right um he came back and his whole i think his left side is paralyzed but he, he, they got they kind of reformed in the 70s and 80s and did some concerts i've seen videos of it i always find it an uncomfortable watch because he jan can't speak properly he would have to relearn the songs on the tour bus to the next gig oh
10: wow every
2: single time but listen, listen to the lyrics of
6: this Hang on,
2: In a stingray like no, in the no, song I've got
8: remember doc i started to swerve and then i saw the jag slide into the curve
2: remember this actually happened to him about 18 months
8: after this I know i'll never forget that horrible sight i guess i found out for myself that everyone was
6: right you
2: won't come back from dead man's curve Climbing. it's chilling that's actually chill- that's
9: actually chilling, Philip. It is. It's, it's great. I mean, when I first heard them, I mean, as I say, I think I've got every one of their records. Uh, little old lady from Pasadena. Have you got the
2: Batman album? Yeah,
5: oh, all I love uh, the
9: Batman. whole
2: thing. I took the interview with him is going to be about the Batman album. Oh, the ho- I love wow. it. That's that all I'm a- going to talk about. Batman album. Oh, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Do, Do you know, you know the-, the biggest selling song? Yeah. That Dean Torrance sang on. Well, uh... Oh uh,
9: uh, I don't know.
2: You no. don't know the biggest selling song that Dean Torrance sang on? Um He l- sold on. He he sang on um one of the biggest hits of all time. He sang the lead vocals on one of the biggest hits of all time.
9: You stumped me and I yeah? don't know.
2: Oh well then Philip allow me to uh... Um,
9: yes tell me
2: tell me. Here we go. This is Dean Torrance sings this. oh Ba ba ba
5: ba ba.
9: It's the Beach Boys, oh. but that's Dean Torrance singing the high bit. Oh, well, do you know there was a film about Jan and Dean? Yeah, Dead Man's Curve, the movie, yeah. No, yeah. Like Richard Hatch and Bruce Davidson. Yeah, yeah it was... Oh, man, I'm, I'm going to really look forward to Wednesday.
2: Oh, I'm going to have my belt loosened when Dean's on. Oh. No, yeah, no, because I want to be nice and comfortable. Not uh, for anything like that, <laughs> Catherine. It's not like I'm watching yeah, a Disney film or something.
9: Yeah, yes. Yeah, did you You just said you, you went up to Edinburgh, did you? What's it to you? Are you no, the tax the reason man? I ask is that a play that I saw in Epsom went to Edinburgh and became a smash. Oh. Have you ever seen the play that was up there? It's called A Day in the Lives of Frankie Abbott. Because, you know i've not seen that well it, it was it was it was up on the edinburgh fringe oh well the,
2: so so is everything when G- G- kath and i were up at the fringe right and we yep. wanted to see a show at midday right yep. so we logged on to the fringe website and typed yes. in we want to see a show at
9: midday yeah 156 wow. shows started at midday oh my god this particular play in is, um, do you remember, I think you're probably too young, do you remember the sitcom, Please, Sir? Yes, of course I do. John well, Alderson. It's the story, it's written by David Barry, who played Frankie Abbott. Yes. And it's the story of what he is doing today. Oh. And he is in an old people's home, and he's not very well. Oh. And he's looking back over his life. It's looking brilliant. Looking back it's, over my shoulders. It's, it's truly a brilliant play. Well, play, well, but, the other third thing I wanted to mention, yes. you mentioned you got a Westie. Yeah. Well, this Sunday at Epsom... Oh, God, here we is go. This isn't terrier- BBC... No, we're not Joe Good. This no, is not, not BBC London. And here, I don't I- like dogs.
2: It, you, you just mentioned you got one. Doesn't it's mean just, I like it. Biggest mistake I ever made, having un- that.
11: Unless your next sentence is, this Sunday at Epsom, we're trading in dogs for records. No, no, no
9: it's the Terrier Derby. Oh, well, he's not. It's the Terrier Derby. That- Thanks for calling. I don't like
2: dogs. And t- t- should we go there? We're going to go there. She's in season. Oh, She's goodness. like a bitch on heat. Well. Literally. She is a bitch on heat. You have to keep her in, don't you? Um, well, I have to keep her on the lead. I, I-, I made the terrible mistake of taking her for a walk off... By the way, Jules, you have to call back. Well, for some reason, we can't call you. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine uh, one thousand.
11: I bet you don't accept anonymous phone calls. I do? No.
2: Oh, yeah. J- Jules. Um, I, t- I took her for a walk off lead, and... Oh, God. She was, as I say like because she is a bitch on heat um and um we've not had her done yet and you can't get her done until three months after a season so we'll have to get her done in november just means that every morning there's a bit to clean up you know what oh I mean? stop it No, it's true and they don't tell you this with dogs
11: you not get nappies you can get nappies
2: yeah you can and i i, I you can, you can, but I'm not gonna. Uh, um...
11: I went to see this breeder of Bichon Frise once. Oh yeah, and they were all wearing nappies of running round.
2: Yeah, I think you can't put. Um, you can't uh, put nappies. You can't give baby balls. You, can you can't be hilarious. Na- can't put nappy on dog.
11: Did you see that? Well, you did see that clip. You're the one that showed it to me on the telly of the uh, the cockerel wearing a pair of um, blue trousers. Oh yeah, I didn't get that
2: clip. I sold it well, but I didn't get it. I was oh. on telly at the weekend. <laughs> I know. I was all right, wasn't I? Yeah. I was actually quite good. No one got my Terminator joke. Well, did a Terminator. It's very funny. I thought freestyling. I was. It was weird being on the telly after not being on the telly for a long time. I sort, of, sort of. Tris, I'll come to you in a second. Did they put me? makeup on you. Yeah, of course they did.
11: Did they was, do anything to your beard?
2: No, they didn't do anything. But I'd had it trimmed the week before. Yeah. Jimmy tri- trimmed it for me. Um, no, they, they, they put a bit of makeup on. And uh, did they do blusher. I don't know what they. No, they just put a bit of foundation on, a bit of powder. And, um just to get rid of the bags under the eyes looks at a spot there didn't have the spot the weekend actually but they and mascara and no they just put just to stop you sweating mainly and make you look good and i look good took, took five years off me that makeup um so did that gabby roslin's delightful jay mcdonald is delightful david Emanuel is delightful jay from the wanted is delightful it was a delightful show it was a delightful delightful show um that's how i uh, so i roll these days uh oh eight four 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 nine nine
12: one thousand <laughs> Yes, Jules. Hello, mate, how you doing? I'm all right, Jules. What you got for us, boss? Well, running up the first time was like last week I think. We told not last week, the week before um you're Enjoy- enjoying off. enjoying your fag there, Jules. how do you know that?
2: I'm a clever man I'm a wise man. It's not even clever, yeah, it's yeah, wise. Yeah.
12: Enjoying your fag? I have only just I've only started smoking again and all. I've been on the old um vape stuff, you know what I mean?
2: Oh, so there, oh, so here's, here's, uh, oh, vape, vaping means everyone quits smoking, does it, vapists? They've not been out long enough for the evidence to be in. Why are you back on the fags, Jules?
12: Oh, uh, somebody I'm close to has started smoking again, and i will just start smoking again, it's but I'm t- going to get off it, again. I'm going to get off it soon, you know what I mean?
2: All right, well, best of luck, because it's a tough one to
6: get off.
12: Yeah, it is. No, no, um, I, I spoke to, um... The week before you had the holiday off and that, oh, yeah, about um, films that you couldn't really like remake and about um, some comfort. Did you actually get around to watching that? Or oh, what?
2: no, <laughs> I didn't.
12: <laughs> you didn't no. no,
2: I didn't. I tell you, I'll tell you for why because A, I was a bit busy, B, I, was bit, I, 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 I got suckered in, right? And mm-hmm. I started watching that th- every time I meet someone I've not seen for ages, they go, Oh. Have you seen Stranger Things? Mm. Oh, you've got to see it. It's brilliant. Oh, it's blinding. Oh, you've got to see Stranger Things. I won't tell you anything about it, right? I've never heard of it before, to be fair. Well, everybody's banging on about it, and they say, I won't tell you anything about it, right? But, but, it's like the Goonies meets... E.T., and it's got a psychic girl in it, but I won't tell you anything about it. Well, I'm... What is it, is, it, is it on Netflix or something? It's on Netflix, right? It's a Netflix series. And I'll tell you what it is. What? It is The Emperor's New Clothes. Right. It looks good, and you think it's good, but then when you actually think about it, you go oh no they're pu- they're pushing buttons and pulling emotional strings it's not as good it's style over substance jules
12: it's oh jules can jules i won't give i won't give a look sorry sorry Jule- no but but, but you know we've dumped it but jules how how could you have let
2: out a casual f-bomb there what the hell sorry was going- sorry but can so, you r- not r- r- no hang on i want to i want to pursue this because this is interesting. You can't self-censor enough that you couldn't not say the f-word.
12: then? No, I'm very, very sorry about that, man.
2: No, I'm not telling you off. I'm just curious as how to someone could have such a bad swear filter.
12: Um, because I um, I work industrial. I'm a joiner. And so um what? People...
6: Yeah, you, have you um, never been around?
12: To... You never been around children? Yeah, I've got two kids, man. Flipping it! You speak like that in front of them. No, dude, God, no. I've never sworn in front I've never sworn in front of my mum.
2: Well, did you, but you've just sworn in front of literally 3,000 people. I mean, 35,000 people.
12: It may have to do with a couple of, like, drinks of wine. There you know we, we go, you see. There we go.
2: Defenses are down. The defences are down. You will be sorry. Uh,
12: but anyway, uh, um, yes. the other thing I was going to ask you... Yes? ...was the, one of the most funniest... Um, things I've heard for a long while is when Darren rung up the other week about the church. Oh, uh, oh yeah, and I thought he was another Darren. Oh, mate, it's so funny. When he turns around and says, um, it smells like me, that just absolutely. I don't made remember me... that. I don't remember, um, a lot of the I don't shows. I remember talking to him like that. Sorry? I don't remember talking to him, like, he was, he no, just, let me You You You're your probably good, but you went, it sounds like you, but you went, it smells like me. And that just cracked I, me up.
2: I do not remember that exact
12: exchange. You don't? No, no. It was funny as hell. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. It was. Um, the other thing was like, what is this um, film ring thing about? Because I've only just like been lastly like I said last time about a month. So what's the film ring thing? You've just you just missed it, man. It was last night. I know, but I don't know what it is. You know what I mean? It. Turn your ra- out, turn turn your radio off, man. It's totally off, isn't That's it? the phone. I don't remember, I don't remember um, a lot of the show- but it's not totally off, is it? Because I can hear it. Yeah, one minute. Oh, I turned it off. That's louder. The, the, uh, literally the opposite of what I asked for. <laughs>
2: <laughs> turn this thing off, on it. No. Here, uh, Jules, Jules, I'll help you turn it off. Hang on, I can do it from here. There we go. 844 is the phone number. What was that about? Um, Periscope's not working, so we're trying... Uh, to stream this on, if you go to facebook.com forward slash Ian Lee, I A I N L E, um, uh, you can watch, you can watch it on there, but I need, I need to send Catherine down to my car in a minute to get my, um, lead, although I took the lead out of my car. I remember taking the lead out of my car. I've got no idea, I've lost me, um, I've lost me pass to get in here. I've lost me, um, me lead to charge my phone up. I'm sure... Tris, I am sure... I took the lead out of the car... But now I don't know where it is.
13: I don't know, mate. Sorry. I haven't seen it.
2: Could you go down car? Oh, to hip hip, hip, by oh, the way. Hip, Sorry, hip, I'm, out, I'm
13: out of practice for the week.
2: I'm out of practice. Let me give Catherine my car keys. She's going to go down to, uh The car and, uh See where we it, 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 You know, give me a few days to get up to speed, guys. I'm That's... My, my white little lead that will charge, it might be... It should be in the front of the car somewhere. Charging
6: your phone?
2: Yes, please. Thank you. Thank you, caller. Yes, Tris, what you got for us, boss?
13: Uh, well, I, I was le- left a little bit cold by Dot from the shags. I've been really looking forward to that for a long time. And uh, she seemed, um, I
2: don't know, guarded, would you say? I wouldn't say guarded, no. I would say not media-savvy. And that's not, that's not, but that's not a negative, that's not a negative thing. In fairness to her, I'd forgotten we were doing it tonight. And just as we were coming in, Kath reminded me. So I was a little bit uh, uh, unprepared. Uh, uh, I was less prepared than I would like to have been. So that I could have made things slightly easier. Um, but no, I enjoyed the, um, I enjoyed her complete. Lack of media awareness, actually. Yeah, I mean,
13: I've, read, I've read a lot. I've read a lot more about the shags than um, she, the, the than she has to sort of bear out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, because um, I, I'm sure I've read. I'm sure I've read John Ronson interviewing yep. um, Betty, maybe, Yeah. and he seemed to he seemed to touch a lot more on like. The, the abuse aspect and stuff like that and yeah she said she, she seemed to i mean i mean maybe she doesn't want to talk about it
2: you know it's not- yeah or maybe she doesn't want to talk about it or maybe i didn't ask the right um questions or you know that's the um the joy oh look i don't think facebook is going to uh is going to work i don't think facebook is going to work because it takes up more bandwidth you see uh, i'll tell you what we're going to do we're going to uh we're going to knock the idea of the video on the head tonight. I think do some radio. Just do some proper radio. We're just doing. We're just going to do radio, guys. We're just. We're just going to do. Hey, speaking of radio, right? Did you listen to Howard Hughes last night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was driving home from
13: Film Ring, that was a bit. That got a bit tense. <laughs> didn't well, go, were you
2: a Film Ring?
13: You know, I was sat on your table. But you didn't say that next to Cass. Yeah, yeah, we were talking at the end. But you didn't say that you were Triss. Oh, I thought you knew. Cass was
2: calling me, Tris. I didn't hear her! I didn't know that was you! Yeah, that was me, mate. Oh, mate, I didn't know, and I didn't hear her calling you, Tris, and I was so caught... I had so many... Oh, man, was I? Oh, man, I didn't know that was you, buddy. Oh, that's all right, no worries, No, I'm really sorry. I I didn't hear her calling you, Tris, and I had so many people coming up to me who's um uh voices i recognized from here whose faces i recognized from twitter and some of them assumed that i knew who they were and some of them kind of assumed that i didn't know who they were and um it was all a bit uh, overwhelming and in my face and um there were loads of people there that i I know there's some people there that i've worked with that i didn't acknowledge properly and i'm i felt i came away feeling terrible now i feel terrible that i didn't know it was you tris Oh, that's all right, don't worry about it. Mate. I didn't recognise your a... voice or anything, man. I'm really sorry. Well, I wasn't putting my radio voice on, clearly, was I? <laughs> oh, mate, I'm really <laughs> sorry, because we, ha- we did have a little chat, didn't we? Yeah, we did. No, 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 no worries, that's I still did... had a great time. I didn't know it was you, and you sent me a really nice email the other day as well, and I wanted to thank you for that. Well, I'm thanking you now for it. There you go. That's all right, mate. No worries, no um, worries. So, for those who don't know, we did film Ring last night. We we uh, uh, Over 100 people turned up to watch The Stalker and the Hero, starring Kung Fu Elliot, right? Edited down, because I had to cut half an hour out. Uh, and also we had a, uh, some deleted scenes from the Kung Fu Elliot documentary. And we had an interview with Jarrett via Skype, one of the directors of the, the film. And for those who didn't come, you missed. Not only did we have Blake from the Kung Fu Elliot film on the phone, we also had Kung Fu Elliot Scott himself on the phone talking to us. And boy, oh boy... Wasn't that weird, Tris? Oh, mate.
13: Well, he's uh, subverting the um, Canadian kung fu film oh. industry. Isn't he's he? a,
2: if you missed it, guys, we had, we actually had Elliot on the phone. I managed to get his phone number on Friday. Um, well, not his phone number, because I still don't have his phone number, but I found a way of communicating with him on Friday, and I got him to come uh, and, and be part of the show last night, and it was a real lovely surprise. No one knew he was going to come on and um he blew everybody's mind by um uh, he well he claims that the kung fu Alec documentary is like spinal tap then when we put that to jarrett he just burst into laughter and said well okay you believe that if you want i am after the after all the research i've done tristan i've done a lot of research for this now way too much for for anyone um and having spoken to blake a couple of times I am convinced that Kung Fu Elliot is one hundred percent genuine.
13: Well, well, we were chatting in the bar last night about how I thought maybe it was a bit tongue in cheek, but the second I saw Jared on um, on Skype, the way he was cracking up yeah. every time you were sort of relaying a story, that for me, that yeah. for me, cemented it.
2: Yeah, yeah, completely, completely um and uh yeah i'm convinced it's it's a real i can't wait for that dvd to come out with the commentary by all of them i mean that's oh, gonna okay, be, be it's gonna be a joy but oh uh, uh, well thank you for coming Tristan thank you everyone who came we're gonna do um not, that's not no that's not it so oh balls think that, was there. that means it's falling out of my pocket again ass ah yeah. oh, sugar yeah, all right oh man that's another lead i've lost oh man oh right, never mind <laughs> um so thank you to everybody who came it, it, it was great to have you there but on the way back and we're going to play it after 11 because we've got the clip on the way back i was listening to um the unexplained with howard hughes uh, and it was this really boring man on there talking about Amelia. what was her name Amelia
5: earhart, Amelia earhart
2: yeah. yeah right who's the, like the, this woman pilot from the late late 30s right And she crashed into the sea, trying to circumnavigate the world, right? Except this guy has got not a theory, it's facts, that he knows that she didn't crash land, that instead she landed in Japan, and um, she lived there until uh, the Second World War, where she got killed. And... Howard Hughes, fair play, and I know this for a fact, because I phoned up to to um, congratulate Howard on excellent radio, and I spoke to the, Emma, the producer. That bloke was supposed to be on for an hour, right? And what Howard was doing, because he's a professional broadcaster, is he was stretching out a very paper-thin story that was 15 minutes worth at uh, tops. He was stretching that out for an hour by gently guiding the narrative... And not going to the punchline too early, because once you got the punchline, well, she was alive in Japan, and I've got this, this, and this evidence. That's the end of the story. There's nowhere to go. So he was gently teasing it out, right? And the fella went bonkers at him, didn't he? I
13: mean, he was he was complaining. He only had like 45 minutes. Yeah,
2: (laughs) and and he (laughs) He was complaining there were adverts. Yeah, he said, "If we got adverts." Yeah, there, there's going to be some Oh man! And he for, so from right kickoff, he was in. He had a cob on, and I thought, oh, this it, it, this could go. This could go either way, and it went either way.
13: You know, I had such, I had such a long day yesterday because I left I left for work at seven in the morning before before driving up to you. Yeah, and um, yeah, I was getting I was pretty tired by that point, but that that certainly kept me kept me awake and kept me going. It was <laughs> when, brilliant. When right. we come
2: back after eleven, we're going to play it because it is just. Uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. Yeah. When do you... the thing is, and I just uh, in in a in a different way, the Doc Wiggins interview was was uncomfortable, right? Um yeah. But when when do you get uncomfortable on radio? You don't because it's all so safe and so micromanaged. And um, you know, fair play to Howard. I would have cut that bloke off, but then you would have missed a lot more of the uncomfortableness of it. No, you wouldn't. You'd you'd have kept these now of him, wouldn't you? I, I would have told him to... no because I was in the car saying, just tell him to. F off. I was shouting at the radio. Tell him to F off, Howard. I'd have cut him off when he started um, questioning my uh, my style of interviewing. I'd have cut the twit off.
13: Yeah. Oh, it, was, it was good radio, though, wasn't it? Very, very, very quickly. I, I know you're short on You've time. got 30 um,
2: seconds, because I've been okay. Captain on. Captain
13: Beefheart, yeah. people, people always go to Trout Mar- Mask Replica first yeah. and get scared off of him. Yeah, If if you go back a bit, Safe he, he put out some of the... Safe as Milk, yeah, one of the best psych albums going, isn't it?
2: Well, I, do you know, I've got it because yep. I went into a record shop that was being run by a friend of a friend, and I felt obliged to buy a record. So I spent ten quid on Safe as Milk. I've never played it. I doubt I ever will.
13: Oh, it's up there with the Electric phones and bands like that. Give it, give it a spin.
2: Um, for uh, Wilson will speak to you after the news. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio.
5: Talk Radio.
2: Good evening, this is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. We're kind of gently easing our way back into things. 844 is the telephone number. We call you back. Wilson, Alan, stay there, and after the news, we'll play you that incredible clip from Howard Hughes last night.
3: Late night, Ian Lee
14: on Talk Radio.
0: We have ways of making you talk.
8: It's where I'll always be Every stop I make I make a new friend Can't stay for long Just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow I'll wanna settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on Down this road That never seems to end When you adventure Life's just around the bend so if you wanna join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel like that's old, old style Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down Until tomorrow the whole world is my own
2: Wilson! Well, hello, Hey, man, how's it going?
4: Hey, Ian. How are you? Ah, uh, you know. Alright. Uh, uh, my dad went yesterday to that. Yes, I know. Movie we thing. We um, saw your dad, yes. Did he
7: tell you about my ankle?
2: Yes, he said you broke your ankle soon.
7: Uh, and did he tell you where we're going in. Well, nearly one day's time? No,
2: he didn't tell me where you're going in
7: nearly.
4: Uh, one we're day. going to Florida.
2: Well, there you go. That sounds awesome.
4: Um. I have a few things that I want to do. Yes. Um, one of them is, and by the way, for those three things, it's free. Free things. Oh? Uh,
2: yeah, I'm waiting for you to uh, t- okay. talk. Okay,
4: uh, the three things. Is, the first one yes. is can I give a shout out to my YouTube channel, please? No, well,
2: hang on, what is, it, what is it? Hang on a second. Right, where have we got into this This habit, right, of. No, No. we don't give a shout out for crying out loud. Oh. Do you think I'm Ken Bruce or something? And, 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 I, this, this stops now. You're not the first, I'm not having a look at you, but you're not the first person to do this tonight. Oh, thank you. People phoning up with, with lists. I've got three points I want to make. No, 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 no. We're not, we don't do that because, you know, uh, but and it's, it, I'm not having a look at you. I'm having a go at everyone that does this, right? Mm-hmm. Don't phone in with, I've got three points I want to make because it, it, you're then setting a, a stake in, in the ground as to how much time from the, sh- the, the show that people are going to get. And it's just, you don't, you don't go and, like, meet no. your friends for lunch and go, hey, guys, I've got three things I want to talk to you about. Uh, first thing. So, we're knocking that on the head, guys. I'm not having to go at you, I'm having to go at everyone. We're yeah. knocking that on the head. The whole mm-hmm. listing, the whole... I've got three things I want to talk... Forget it, guys. Yep. It's gone. Yeah. All right.
4: Um, can I still give a... Uh, do a thing where I say my YouTube channel? Well... have currently got six subscribers. Well... <sighs>
2: Please, please. Oh
7: Jesus!
2: I'm. Um. Yeah, go on then. Okay. Um. But, bye. The only the only reason I'm saying yeah, go on then is because you're you're ten years old. That's the oh, only reason. You. No, but that's the only reason, right? If you were forty years old or twenty five, yeah, or nineteen or sixty two, I'd go no. Yeah. So, so you see, it puts me in a slightly uncomfortable, an awkward position. So yeah.
7: Alright. Uh, my
2: YouTube name is But well, I can tell you that you, only like three people will go and look at it. No,
4: please, everyone please
2: go, like, comment. But, but they but they won't. Right? They won't. We we yeah, used no, to won't. we used to um uh, it's like whenever you get someone on to promote who wants to promote a charity, can I uh, can I just um, mention my GoFundMe? It's for my sister. Uh, she's got leukemia and I'm hoping to, um, raise two and a half thousand pounds by jumping out of a hot air balloon. Well, okay, but, um, no one listening to the show knows your sister or with the greatest of respect cares beyond, uh, all that sad to go onto their computers and type in the GoFundMe and go, do you know what? I'm going to give them a tenner. I'm going to give him
9: a tenner. But you don't need to pay for
2: this. No, I know exactly. But what I'm, what I'm telling you, Wilson, is, right, and now people will do it because I've made a big thing about it, right? Thank you, everyone. S- stop it. Please. S- please stop it. It's psychotic. You're, you're, you... you're about to get cut off. Please, please stop. Please don't. Okay. P- please stop it because you are about to get cut off, right? The- here's one of the rules I have on the show. Everyone gets treated the same. Whatever age, whatever physical or mental ability, everyone gets treated the same. So you're about to get cut off. Well, no, because I'm making a point, and you're not listening to it. I am. No. Uh, I completely agree with your point. You don't know what the... I've not finished the point, so how can you oh,
4: g- agree with on, it? Carry on, carry
2: on. Yeah, you're close, man. The only reason you're staying on is because you're ten. Now, and now I've forgotten what the bloody point was. No. I'm not going to let you plug your YouTube channel. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Everybody gets treated the same. That was harsh, wasn't it? Was it too harsh? Everybody gets treated the same. Um, and, I, and he's going to Florida. I'm not going to Florida. Well, do you know what I did last week? Literally, literally, I had a day where I sat at home in my pants watching rubbish Stranger Things eating dominoes. Literally, I did that. And as I was doing it, I thought, flipping it, man, this really is. I might as well be at work so no um and um, we've I, it's always an awkward thing they I mean, don't do it very often where people phone up and say can i mention my go fund my, my uh, charity thing my sponsor well no because people aren't gonna give you money and it's just a bit no and people want to look at your YouTube channel and stuff like that. Honestly, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe it was a bit harsh, but that's kind of the mood I'm in. Everyone gets treated the same. So that's kind of the mood I'm in. Right. So last night, Howard Hughes talking to this really boring, um, conspiracy theorist, right? Uh, who thinks that Amelia Earhart, um, who's circumnavigating the world in an airplane in 1936, something like 39, 36. Um, she crashed in the sea, right? And, 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 and died. This guy thinks that she didn't, and that she landed in Japan, and she lived in Japan, I think Taipei, for, for several years after, right? And it's a, it's a, it's a flimsy story. The guy from the offset was a little bit up himself. How long have we got? 45 minutes? Have we got adverts? Um, and Howard was really, I love Howard Hughes. I think he's a brilliant broadcaster. If I had, you know, a, a, a tenth of the experience that man has had in broadcasting, right? And he was really doing his best to stretch out a paper-thin story. It was Rizzler-thin, like the blue Rizzlers. Not even the green or the red, the blue Rizzler-thin story that would have struggled to have filled a quarter of an hour. Howard was doing his best to stretch this out for a whole 60 minutes, Right? And so he's just trying to slow the story down. And his guest got a right cob on. Listen to this.
15: Uh, at one point they can hear her, she cannot hear them, but we get the picture that she's lost and low on fuel. Um, but these last messages picked up by the Atasca may not have been the final ones because weren't there a couple of radio amateurs, people who, you know, um, broadcast and transmit between themselves as a hobby, weren't there a couple of radio amateurs who heard something different, heard her later than they did?
3: Howard, you're not letting me. You're not letting me tell this story. You, you have a story that you want to tell, Howard. Well, I've been reading your Why book you today. That's what. Let me tell the story. Uh, I've been reading I, your book. I, you're, 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 Howard, you're not letting me do this properly. Okay, you're, you're you're keeping your listeners from. Your listeners want to know what happened to Amelia Earhart.
15: Well, yeah, but we've okay. got to tell the story of how she disappeared and she was being monitored, uh, and then you can come in with that's not the story. All the evidence Howard. that you have. That's not the story. All right. Well, you tell me what you look. All right. You look, we've got to do a conversation here, Mike. And
3: if we can't do a conversation here, Howard, who's the expert on Amelia Earhart, you or me? Well, you've written a book about it. So you must be. Oh, I've read the book about it, but you're the expert. Is no, that what I'm it nothing. is,
15: Howard? Uh, Mike, you know, <laughs> I don't want to have a conversation like this. Let's just say that I'm the... I'm
3: sorry, you know, really, you really should give me a little more lead here, Howard. I mean, in this country, when I talk to radio people, they let me they let me tell the story. But we've got not not to tell, tell a
15: story, story that is clear for people to understand. That's all I'm trying to do, well, Mike.
3: I can do that. I can do that very well, Howard. I'm waiting, now, you're going to let me tell the story or not?
15: I am, uh, but I would appreciate it if you didn't try and tell me my craft on the radio.
3: Look, Howard, I'm a journalist, too, and I've spent 30 years on this story. Well, listen, and I, I want to tell the story of the your story book about
15: respect. Amelia Earhart. If you want to have a, a debate about how I'm conducting this, we can do that another time and another place, Mike. Um, and I know that you've had difficulties with other people who've interviewed you, but I don't want to be one of those people no, on that I list. Haven't.
3: No, I haven't. Only one. I've only had one difficulty with one other person, Howard, and that one person had an agenda. And I'm starting to wonder whether you have an agenda either. Well, The website is EarhartTruth.com for your listeners. EarhartTruth.com, please.
15: Uh, Mike, let me just get one thing absolutely clear here. And, I, you know, a lot of people know me through the work that I've done. I have no agenda other than to facilitate it, for, to facilitate you to be able to tell your story in a clear and concise manner. I was trying to talk about her disappearance and the mechanics thereof, the official story, and I know that you're itching to tell the story that is in the book, and that's what I want you to do. But we have to say that she disappeared. There are various accounts of how she disappeared. You tell the story from there. How about that?
2: Okay, Howard. Wasn't that deliciously uncomfortable? So I'm sucking on a lollipop that um, a lady gave me last night. Don't accept sweets from strangers, guys. I'm hoping this has been laced with something. I'm hoping. and Something fun, not poisonous. Nothing yet. Quite like lollipops. Um, Wasn't that deliciously uncomfortable? And um, loads of you were listening because I was tweeting about it um and um there was one young lady whose name is Ms Lee. is it, is it catherine i think might be her first name i can't remember and she was going she made such a good point howard hughes is the only person in this country who would let a nut job conspiracy theorist on and tell their story without challenging it too much and that guy chose to have pick a fight with him that guy chose to pick a fight with him i love Howard's show it is funny right it's one of those shows where there are bits i find it fascinating and bits i find it a little bit dull and i was listening to this guy and i thought i'm I, i'm not buying like this story's a little bit dull but when it kicked off it was beautiful and then he and then he had a, a really good guest on afterward that he'd he pre-recorded um it's a cracking show sunday nights 10 o'clock fruitcakes Bullshine, and weirdos i think is that the title for it. i think so i need to check 844 oh, four, four, nine, nine, For those of you asking, this ain't no best of You think this would be in the best of? Yes, Alan? Hip, 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 Alan! How are we doing, boss? Hello,
16: no, no, brother, how was your week away?
2: Um, I did, in the end, I didn't go anywhere We went to Edinburgh last weekend to do um, the radio show uh, from Sarah Sophie's house, which was a delight and then I was doing a couple of shows up there Um and we did the film ring yesterday and Saturday I was doing um, the Saturday show with Gabby Rosley. Oh, it was really good. <laughs> Thank you, Alan. You're very kind. It was a lot of fun to do. I really enjoyed it. Um, do you then... miss that live TV? Sorry? Do you miss live TV? Here's the thing, Alan. Right. I had to go in for a script read-through on the Friday. Yeah. And I was sat there and i was thinking i don't really want to be here and they were going through the items for the show and i was thinking this isn't me and i came away and i texted Kath and said Kath, i don't want to do this i don't want to do tv i don't like tv i like radio too much and um then when i did it on saturday i absolutely loved it i loved it i loved talking to the guests jane mcdonald is the filthiest woman i've met and she is delightful I enjoyed talking to David Emmanuel, I enjoyed um, doing the gadgets, I, enjoyed, I loved it, I absolutely loved it, and it made me sad, because I haven't done a show like that for about 13 years, right? Since Rise. Since Rise, really, and um, I may not get another chance to do that again for another 13 years, and I came away thinking, oh, I really like this, and I think I'm quite good at it, without well, being arrogant, it's my job, it used to be my job, and I'm quite good at it. And, um, I'd like to do more, and I watched... I've, I've not watched it back, but I've seen little, um, vines that people Clip. have posted. And I look all right, older, with a beard and with a bit of weight on me. I look all right. And, um, it just made me sad, Alan, because I'd like to do some more of it, and I don't see the opportunity
17: arising. Uh, I think that will be happening. We'll see. And you got to work with another brilliant blonde lady. Oh, Gabby Gavin. Rosin is
2: the nicest... Um, uh, and some people use the word nice as an insult. She is the most delightful person you could possibly hope to meet. She was... The thing about Gabby Roslin, right, Yeah, is, I think we'd met before, but you you kind of, when you're sat with her, you kind of feel like you know her, and you've known her for years, right? And she, she was asked, she... We were just talking, and she picked up on something I said, and she asked me a question that was quite a personal question. And normally with someone, you'd go... I'd kind of fudge the answer. But I felt so comfortable with her, I told her ex- I answered her question honestly and we, a- we had this really frank conversation in the makeup chairs about a certain aspect of something we were just chatting away for it and I
17: was telling her everything I was telling Gabby <coughs> Roslin everything I thought you'd be trading stories from your times on breakfast TV with Gabby on the big breakfast and you on why we
2: didn't we talked a little bit about Though She was telling me they used to show the um, the banana splits on the Big Breakfast. You when they first started? I didn't... No, they did that. So we talked a little about that. But we talked, um... We talked about Paul Ross.
17: Yeah.
2: Because um, she's really good friends with Paul Ross. So we talked, um, about all of that.
17: And he talked does about breakfast that. here. And um, what, sorry? And he does breakfast here at Port
2: Radio. Yeah, does, does he? Is that where he is now? I wonder. Yeah. Uh, so we talked about, um... Uh, well... All of that to do with Paul Ross, and what else did we talk? We just talked about Telly, and she was uh, she kept she said to me, Ian, what's this hip 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 thing that all of your fans keep tweeting me about? They I, I said I keep saying I've got to get you to do hip hip hip, and I went, it's nothing. It's just it's nothing. So um, ignore that.
17: So, so you haven't explained about Prince Charles when he did
2: the. I hip did. I, I didn't go into the Prince Charles explanation. I just said it was a way that we greeted people. We greeted each other on um the radio show and she said oh you've got such lovely fans on twitter and i said you don't know the half of it um and uh it was uh, do you know what alan i absolutely loved it i loved it and i'd like to do some more but i don't know i don't
17: i don't know how you get any more don't know how you get any more oh and i want to say a personal thank you to you for mentioning me in the article
2: oh yeah alan caddick star of the observer you're in the observer very guardian. quickly one uh one 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 final thing alan you know is it recorded in the same studio that we used to record rising no, oh it was in the same studios oh yeah oh yeah so there were a few ghosts wandering around uh yeah uh it was it was in the observer newspaper and it was on the guardian website but yes you, alan you sir are in a uh, a broadsheet a, broad a highbrow newspaper Talking about me, mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't mind me mentioning that, did you? No, not good. at all. Good, good. I, 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 I knew I you wouldn't. We had a human moment. I thought, and I hope your your mum was, was was pleased if you mentioned it to her. I just thought it was it was it was a nice by talking about that. I just sh- thought it was a nice way of demonstrating in a sentence how the show goes from being stupid and silly to having moments where people like you can come it's on... Gravitas. A bit of gravitas, yeah. <laughs> there we go, sir. But how people like, you know, how callers, including you, can come on and share stuff that's actually a little bit personal. Um, so thank you. I'm glad you, you you took it in the way that it was. Ah, oh, brilliant. And um,
17: now that you're back, but since, and also thanks for putting me on the best, dog, especially with me for the was, That
2: was no... I'm afraid I really fought tooth and nail to make sure you were not part of the best ofs, um, yet somehow that, that memo didn't get through. So, in many ways, it was kind of like the, uh, of, the meh of, uh, it's, now, fault it, was it? now it's time for the, uh, of Ian Lee. The bits that are a bit, uh. But whose fault was it? It was Catherine, and she has been severely thrashed. She has
16: to be murdoch
2: <laughs> not quite been yeah. yet that's that's happening in Finch, aren't we yeah i may have to unblock all of the um uh editorial members of the sun that i've blocked on twitter
16: <laughs> just... including calvin mckenzie
2: i may have to unblock mr mckenzie sir yes sir I may have to do that sir I've, I've blocked david dinsmore who's the editor of the sun and uh kelvin and uh, kelvin so i may have
17: to what well, about well, Rebecca are blocks
1: yeah, yeah, I better check
2: I not blocked her as well. Otherwise, that could be an awkward first meeting. Anyway, anyway, Alan, did we get to the meat and two veg? The thing is, as well, right, because people might still think that this is a best of, right? And this And this no, bit, are, this bit, well, this bit is going to be in the next best of, I've just decided,
17: right? Well, it is 11.25 on a Monday evening.
2: Yeah, so, well, but the... I'm I'm proving that it's live. Well, no, you're not, because supposing... I was giving a time check. Yeah, but supposing that this gets put in uh, at 11.25 on a Monday evening best-of? Might be
17: 11.25 on a Tuesday best-of.
2: Well now you're saying Tuesday so this could be Tuesday or well, it could be on a Saturday best of well, it could be on a, well it could be or it could be on a Friday this could be fri- this this could be part of the best of on Friday September the 9th when I'm off
17: all right I thought you might have got Galloway covering all night
2: George Galloway can cover my I I'm supposed to be off next Right, I'm, I'm definitely off on Friday September the 9th because I'm taking my boys to see the bare naked ladies right
17: yeah, um, that's a good
2: gig. Good gig, but I'm also supposed to be off next Tuesday. Oh, eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way, so the, the point I was making is that people may think this is the best of and they can't call in, but you can call in, so please call in. But I would say that anyway. Um, I'm supposed to be off next Tuesday. I'm supposed to be going to Liverpool. To I've been up there? Yeah, I'm supposed to be going up there. I've been up there briefly, but I've never really had a look Where about around. Where you going? The well, the Cavern. Oh, the home of the Beatles! The home—it's not the cavern. It's on the other side of the street, where the because ca- the cavern got knocked down. But I'm supposed to be going to see one of the monkeys doing a concert at the cavern. I've got tickets and all of that stuff.
16: Is it Peter Talk?
2: No, going. No, Mickey is Mickey. Mickey Dolenz. Correct. I don't know if I can bother to go.
3: I, I would. I wouldn't miss a, seeing a monkey.
2: Yeah, I know. It's just—it's uh, it's a four-hour drive. And there, and then at 40, you obviously, have to drive back, you know. And, um, I don't know if I can be bothered. I might just come in and do the show. I don't know if I can be bothered.
17: Well, I have an idea. Well, I'll get Kaf and Ed to do the show. <gasps> Ed can run the vote, Cap can present. <gasps> Well,
2: well, the thing is, they're both highly skilled jobs. I don't know if they're capable of... Um... Well,
17: Kath's been on Periscope
2: Kath has last been. week. I know, and I watched some of those. Kath, I don't know what the reasoning is behind having best-ofs. I genuinely do I do. It's to save a few quid, I would imagine. And I th- and I said to Catherine that she should offer her services for hosting the show, and she did. And the boss said no. He'd rather play a best-of tape. And I've got absolutely no idea why. I think if you've got someone like Catherine who can represent who can the show easily offering to do I mean, it for... she did have the best of talk radio yeah, exactly offering to do it for free to turn that down i just think is ridiculous and i know why they're doing it they want to you know check online want to check stuff and all of that and see if they can save a few quid uh, i mean all right fair enough but i, I just think that they should have let her do the show so it's out of our hands speaking yeah, of of happened... turn yes what happened to ghb G... julia harley brewer that's j that's jhb sorry GHB is um, is a drug. Sorry, oh, yeah, I got confused. Yeah. What happened to her? I haven't heard her in the past week. Well, she's she's been off. She's had the two mics. I think filling in for her, hasn't she? Isn't she got the two mics filling yeah, in? Yeah, because I had James Whale on today. Yes, I saw. Je- well, I, I had a good chat with James Whale on Saturday because he was on the Saturday show. Yeah, we had a nice chat during the break. Did he tell you how he hated the Big Brother House? He told me he absolutely detested the Big Brother House. Yes, he also told me that um, uh, issues he has with uh, the BBC management, which are very similar issues to the ones that I used to have with BBC management.
16: But he doesn't work at the BBC, he does an internet
2: station. No, he works at. He's, he's still contracted to um, Essex.
17: But, oh, Kent, Kent, but, but yes. most of his beef, he does an internet show and it gets. Facebook to ask the questions. Well, does he?
2: well, he does a show for BBC, but, um, you know. I said to him, I said, James, come home. Come home, James. We want you. He went, like that. Um, I'm going to cut you off now, Caddick. Thank you. There we go. 0844 499 1000. 0844 499 1000. Uh, I, uh, well, I was going to ask for Nigel from Maidstone to call in but we know that he doesn't listen to the show he doesn't even listen to the conversation with me when he's on the telephone but um i don't think nigel is aware of the um remix of the lindsey Lohorn song that um that dan did at the dc dj now we met dan last night he came to um to a film ring thank you to everybody who came wasn't it a delightful evening Huh? Wasn't it a lot of fun? Are we gonna do Well, I think we're gonna do another film ring. But it will be it would have to be completely different from that. We couldn't try and recreate it by showing another crappy film and then getting a couple you know, a surprise guest and a guest that we had. we couldn't do that because I couldn't um find a film that would have as much impact as, as Kung Fu Elliot. And you know, we got so lucky in um getting Elliot's phone number not so lucky in getting Blake's phone number because it turns out if you just go on Facebook and ask him for his phone number he gives it to you he posts it on his Facebook page <laughs> to the point where you go Blake delete the phone number man um and, but we did we, we we struck lucky getting Blake and, and uh, Elliot as surprise guests the the ripple of excitement through the audience when I pulled out a piece of paper and said I had Blake's telephone number on it boy um and then obviously we had Jarrett set up, and we had we didn't even show all of the, uh, the deleted scenes we had. We had loads more. Oh wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Um, so we want to do another film ring, maybe, maybe, but it would have it would have to be different. And one idea I had, the only idea I've had so far, we may not do it. We may just do an, a different type of evening there. But the the, the the one idea I had was you get three. Independent short filmmakers to come and show their films, and you have like a Q and A with them. So it will be completely different. Uh, and what got me thinking that was my my friend Dougie Anderson. You know Dougie Anderson who came on the other week, and is you know if you follows my career, you'll be aware of Dougie. He's, he's brilliant. He makes short films, and I, I thought he would be an excellent guest. So you get Dougie down, you show a couple of short films, and then we do q and A, Q&A and then we have two other. Directors, I'm also thinking I've got a short film that I'm, that I've, w- is going to be finished one day and I could just show that. But I don't know. I don't know. It, it's, it's not as instantly sexy as showing, um, a Kung Fu Elliot movie. And it's not as instantly, um, uh, and it doesn't matter if we didn't have the same number of people coming. I don't know. So I'm, I'm really kind of, um, I'm not thinking too hard about it, I'm not fretting about it, I'm hoping that an idea just kind of pops up and we go, oh yeah, that might work, so I don't know. Um, If anyone's got any suggestions, um, no, in fact, I don't want your suggestions, (laughs) if anyone's got any suggestions, keep them to yourself, um, because I'll know a good idea when it comes to me. I will know a good idea when it comes to me. I wait for, for But, um, what I was, the point I was trying to make is that N- Nigel from Maidstone is unaware that there has been a remix of the, um, Lindsay Lohorn, uh, song. And I, I need to talk to him because I want to go to Maidstone to go to his house, shock horror, and um with a, a film crew and film us recording well i mean we knocked out that song in like a 5 minute phone call so we could do like a double albums worth of material in an afternoon you know it took the beatles i think 11 hours to record the please please me album i mean we could do like five of those we're more prolific than the 1962 beatles um but i need nigel to get in touch you see this is the thing i need nigel to get in touch so that we can um make that point anyway some of you won't have heard this now this is a little bit ruder and i mean it's after half 11 so i think we can get away with this but uh, dan at the dc dj did a remix of barry from watford when he called in a couple of weeks ago and um but it's a little bit raunchy. This I would I would put it up there with um, what's that um disco song? Is it the one that um, love to love you, baby? It I, I, it's it's a bit like love to love you, but it's a little bit blue. So here we go. I'm a Titty
5: man, you're a Titty lady. I'm a Titty man, you're a I'm John Oakes and I'm a man.
13: forget okay.
2: um barry from watford got in touch when he with me when he um uh, first heard that at the w- 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 weekend maybe s- friday saturday i can't remember and um he kept bugging me so you gotta listen to this you've got to listen to this you've got to listen to this and i was like I can't, i'm busy i'm busy i'm busy and i listened to it with the last six percent of my phone battery and, um, in a car park it's very seedy moment and and I only got half of the song, but boy, oh boy, I could not stop singing it, I could not stop singing it, oh, eight four 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 nine nine one thousand, well, 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 oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand, we call you back, guys, um, Hannah.
4: Hello, hey, how Hannah.
2: are you? I'm all right, how are you? Uh, so sorry,
4: sorry. Um, what's happening on September 2nd?
2: Um, everyone is invited to come down to see the show being made.
4: So watch you on the radio, basically? Yeah. Oh, cool,
2: okay. So yeah, so September 2nd, make... everybody is invited to um, come to Talk Towers and see the show being made we're going to have hopefully have pete Heaton, the magician coming in and hopefully fingers crossed we're going to have um um oh oh um oh my mind has gone. the rocking birds coming in to do a couple of songs they're the country band that i used to dig um in the 90s they're brilliant they're going to come in and play a couple of songs hopefully and on the telephone we're going to have neil hannon from the divine comedy Oh, it sounds like a good evening. It sounds like a good evening. And do you know how much it will cost? Nothing? Diddly squat. It's a freebie from us oh. to oh. you. Everybody is invited down. Oh, Lady
4: could Donk's coming
2: down, then. Come down. And you can go and come. Pe- people want to come in for 20 minutes, half an hour, the whole show. They're more than welcome to. You've got to make your own way here, our own way back, right? And we're right in the arse end of nowhere, I should let you so, know. So you can't pay for my cab, then? no. Not paying for cabs, not paying for it, nothing like that. Um, and if there's any, and we will have a very strict policy. If there is any argy-bargy, uh, uh, you know, if there's any behavior that, uh, that, that Kath and I do not like, you're out straight away. None of that. Um, please, please, if you're a member of, um, Daesh, and you're thinking, oh, this will be a great opportunity to come and make a statement by, I don't know, blowing myself up live on radio, on national radio, we haven't got that many listeners. I swear to God, it is not worth any terrorist organisation using this as as an opportunity to propagate their filth, okay? Because I've seen the Rajar figures, mate, it ain't worth dying for. You'd get about 15 virgins... To, for that, <laughs> seriously, you wouldn't get the full seventy-two. You get they go, yeah, but you're on talk radio. No one was listening. I've seen the radar figures. Uh, no, you only get fifteen of them. It's not that
5: bad, sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that's what's happening on uh, Friday. The so that's next week. This is what's happening next uh, week, a uh, week Friday. Everyone can 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 rock up, and we'll see. It might be a disaster. It might be all right. I think it will be all right. We've not worked uh. out the technicals of it yet. Um, uh, uh, and we, we've got no idea how it's going to work. Um, but we, you know, that'll be part of the joy. Cool. Yeah. All oh, right. That's thought, I was calling up for, really. All right, then. Thanks for calling. Touchy bye. 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 Um, we'll, 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 we'll talk about it more next week, but yeah, next Friday, 10 till one. You're welcome to come down and, um, and hang out and stuff. Will they be able to hear? This is what the, the. You know the problem we were talking about, about the output, about them being able to hear the output? Will they be able to hear the output? They'll be able to, will they? Fine, you know, we'll have a magician, we'll have some singers there. You know, be <laughs> it could be awful, it might not be. Dan! Hello. Oh, you're on
18: speaker. Wait a minute. Oh, God. That's fixed. Okay. Hello. Yes. Uh, right. Yes, Ian, I've had a week without the kids and without the missus. Uh oh. I'm sat in my pants. Yeah, there's flies in the house.
2: Yeah, yeah, and it
18: doesn't matter.
2: No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter. I've had. I'm on. I'm. I'm beginning um, my third week without my wife and children. I'm. I'm missing those boys terribly now. I'm slightly missing the
18: kid and the missus now. But they said to me on Sunday, "Are oh, we going to stay an extra couple of days? Is that all right?" And I went,
2: "Yeah, yeah." I. I, I I'm enjoying the peace. I'm enjoying being able to watch a movie. Um, I did have a couple of days last week of of just abject despair and 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 um, self hatred. That's fine. Um, I'm looking
18: for. I've had the same, uh, you know, major anxiety attacks. It's been an awful day. Um, But on the upside, the day is nearly over.
2: Today, I I did the thing today. Right, I was I was struggling today, and I took the dog out for. I was going to bring the dog in tonight, and I just thought I can't be honest. And I took the dog out for a long walk so that she'd be worn out, and then I just went home and I went to bed. And I couldn't sleep. I was just lying in bed for two hours, just full of... I don't know what I was full of. And then I was—I I kind of thought I, I ought to come into work now. You know, I, I, so I came into work. And I stopped at the petrol station, and I stacked up on... on and it, it doesn't sound much, right? But I bought this horrible crappy sandwich and a big coffee and a couple of ba- ma- those massive bags of sweets. And I was eating them. What kind them. of
18: massive bags of sweets? Oh,
2: Revels and counters. I really like counters. Have you had counters? i have they are the minstrels without the crispy yeah sharp. yeah and they are just like just keep shoving those things down my throat um and uh and i did it because i'm to make myself feel fat and now i feel fat and i wanted to make myself feel sick and bloated and i did feel sick i still feel a bit bloated i didn't do it for the pleasure of eating counters and revels. why did you want to make yourself feel sick yeah uh, um self-abuse Right. Self-abuse. And it's like a mild form of self-abuse, but it's in the same way that, um. Well, it's the kind you can do in public as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's the same way that people cut themselves. Yeah, I know. They're not, you know, anyway. People say, oh, he's comparing eating two bags of sweets to cut himself. It, it, there is a similar thing in that it is to do with just f- punishing yourself.
18: But in a delicious way.
2: Well, it wasn't delicious. It was horrible, actually. The counters were quite nice. But then I got to the... I was horrible. And I just... I'm eating them thinking, I don't want to be eating these. I don't want to be eating these. It's nuts. The, The human mind, right, is nuts. And I've got this theory, right, that we're all effed up. All of us are effed up, right, and that there is nobody who is, um, in inverted commas, normal, or is 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 coping. I don't think anybody's coping, but some people are better at pretending people, than others.
18: Yeah, that's it. Some people, they have the illusion that they have not a care in the world, um, but they're not coping.
2: Yeah, I don't think there's anybody that is coping. I, I genuinely think that we're all nuts, and we've all got our kinks and our perversions and our ways of... Um, uh, getting through the day. Um, and well, I've just got a smile on my face now. For Wednesday, Dean Torrance is coming on the show on Wednesday. He's just emailed Catherine. He's obviously not listening to the show, otherwise, he would have uh, retracted that. Dean Torrance from Jan and Dean will be on the show on Wednesday.
18: S- For a moment, I thought you said Dean Koontz, the horror writer or the side.
6: No no no, 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 no. Ian, you know, yes.
2: you're having
18: people in the studio, uh, or in the special room. Yes. If you have your listeners in the special room, yeah, how many will be left listening at home?
2: It depends how many turn up. Give me a number of how many you think might turn up. I think you're looking at a good, uh, probably about twenty. Oh, so they'll be bringing friends, will they?
18: Yeah, yeah. It's a weeknight, isn't it? School work.
2: night. Yeah, yeah, it's a Friday. Is it Friday? It's Friday. Second of September is a Friday. Well, it's my birthday the next week, a bit earlier. Hey, wait a minute, you can't, say, that's not a thing. It's my birthday the next week, that's not a thing. It's my
18: birthday the next week and a little bit earlier. It's
2: my birthday the next year. It's not a thing, you that's say your, your birthday is... your birthday, th- birthday the next year every year. Exactly, so you can't just, well, no, sometimes, sometimes it's my birthday this year. When? Uh, earlier but you can't well, it's say not your birthday this year it then. doesn't make you 65 days in a year it doesn't make you special by saying oh, oh it's my birthday the week after but does it, that's, that's not a, that's a nothing i know but I've, I've barely
18: had human interaction for a week other than work and that doesn't count
2: i um um did my thing today of going online on xbox and pretending to be a sweary american
18: do you, do you do it by putting the microphone ever so slightly too close to your mouth so it's all sort
2: of like, what are you doing, man? No, I, no, no I, I treat the microphone with respect, but yeah. I go, hey guys, how we doing today? Let's go and kick some ass. And then you've got all these English <laughs> kids going, oh, that's great. you? Uh, I'm from Texas in New York, and I want to go and kick some
5: ass. Let's go and kick some ass.
2: Dallas, Texas, New York City. Yeah, I do, I, do, I, do that. Yes, America. I can only play video games whilst I am pretending to be an American.
18: I can't play video games online anymore.
2: Why is that? Your, your mum, your mum, uh, turn the Wi-Fi off and not give you the password. Yeah, that's
18: it. <laughs> but the problem is, I, I do. I don't enjoy playing against people I don't know. Yeah. Okay. And I don't really enjoy the shooting games anymore.
2: Um. I get great pleasure from playing people I don't know. I can't play against people I know because I haven't got any friends. Mm. And, um, why why can't you play the shooting games? I I don't enjoy
18: playing them in groups. I can play the single-player campaigns and really enjoy them, because there's a goal.
2: So you're a pussy? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't like the goal. I like running around, and sometimes I like, um... Keeping them on their toes with a few team kills.
5: Do like well, a good I team
2: kill. The other
18: day, there was a game a few years ago that stole far too many of my hours. Yeah. Um, and it was called Pac-Man Championship Edition DX.
6: Oh, gosh.
18: Um, basically, it was it. it was Pac-Man, and it's going to sound like a cliche, Pac-Man on acid.
11: Hey!
18: You've got a five-minute countdown. You've just got to beat your score. Yeah. And now there's a sequel, and I have a child. Where was where was the
2: hang on? Where was the psychedelic bit that the uh, reference to acid implied was inherent? Oh, it was, in was the
18: graphics. It, it was it, the the graphics would pulsate and move, and the gra- the oh, game might okay. melt on the screen. So it,
2: was, it was literally like it was on acid. There,
18: it was Pac-Man on acid on oh, Xbox.
2: Oh, is... Um I met the guy that um, made Pac-Man. Wasn't it on, was it Thumb Bandits or Thumb Candy? Thumb Candy, the good one. And he was, right. I met him and he, he, he kind of, he's very sweaty and very nervous. And I got the impression that he was being held prisoner in Namco and that he was just wheeled out. Anytime anyone wanted to interview the guy that made Pac-Man, he'd be wheeled out, right? And there's this story, the story that he tells is obviously made up, right? So the, your question is, how did you come up with Pac-Man, right? And the story he tells in Japanese, and it's translated. For all I know, he was saying, please get me out of here. These guys are going to kill me, right? But the story that is, is relayed from this sweaty, nervous man who's never made a, a decent game since. He's made... Pac-Man doesn't need to make a decent game. He's made one of the best games of all time. No, he's rich. He's loaded. No, no, no. Sell. No, he's I'll not. spend the money because he's trapped. No, he's not. He's not loaded. Oh. No, he got a salary. Oh, oh. oh, he got a salary. He got a salary and a tasty bonus, but he's not loaded. No, Namco are loaded, right? So this, you say, how did you come up with Pac-Man? He said, well, I was eating pizza, and I cut a slice of pizza out, and I looked down at my plate, and I thought, hmm, that looks like a good video game character, so I invented Pac-Man. And you just think, no, mate, that is not, that's not. And, of course, you know you know what it was called in Japan, it was called Puckman. It's called Puckman, and Puck um, Man. and again, this story is made up. Right? They they sold it to the states as Puckman, P U C K Man, and the story is that the the boxes were getting the cabinets were getting vandalized, and the a little bit of the P in Puck was being um, rubbed out or removed with black marker pens, so it said F- Man. Now yeah. I don't believe that story either.
18: I believe they did change the name. Yes! But I don't believe there's too much defacing Someone going on.
2: Someone show me a picture of an American arcade Puckman cab uh, vandalised to look like... F- and I'll I'll have you. Uh, I, I, but I don't believe it.
18: Now I'm, I need to talk... Uh, uh, there's a game. There's an urban legend about a game, and this is very Howard Hughes territory. It's a game that apparently stole people's minds.
2: Oi. It wasn't the Aerosmith game, was it? Because that was good. No. No. Okay. Hey, you, you know you you know you said the Pac
18: Man creator try, was trying to escape from Namco. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the problem is he can't he, go. Go he, on. apparently he nearly did it.
9: Go on, go on.
18: He got to midway.
2: Hey. Yeah. Hey. What was the game was that, that steals your mind? I've completely forgotten
18: its name. I will look it up and I will send you a link.
2: Thank you very much indeed, Dan. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Um, And that's how this show rolls, guys. We've literally, for the last two hours, we've sat here and not talked about anything. We've just kind of, you know, we've had an awkward interview. We've played with Dot Wiggin from The Shags. We we played an awkward bit from Howard Hughes last night. And um, we've just sat here kind of... Talking about nothing, really, and that's how the show works. So, if you want to call in and talk about nothing, you can do. I mean, I'm not even bothered. I've, I've done it tonight. I've come in with with a blank sheet of paper. Got nothing. Got nothing. Um, and I did have a little look through the newspapers when I came in. It's all it's all Olympics and David Beckham's ex bodyguard living in an airport. That's kind of all there is in the uh, the papers isn't it funny how everyone's gone quiet on the um paralympics it's been you know it's been downgraded to like just like a sports day i think rio they've not sold any it's sold hardly any tickets to the paralympics and they've run out of money and so they've downgraded it to just like um a fun day <laughs> seriously they've not even got a running track they've just um they've they've just got the using the local park and for the hockey, they're actually using um, uh, jumpers for goalposts. They're actually doing it. Um, I'm surprised no one's made a bigger fuss about that. Because that's actually... That's that's a, a, a pretty snarky story. I'm not saying that's what we're going to talk about in the next hour. We can do if you want to. You're more than welcome to. 0844 But there's hardly anything in the papers. And I did have a little glimpse through that. There's hardly anything about the Paralympics being downgraded. Imagine it's downgraded. Not we're not sold any tickets. I went to the Paralympics. The only bit of the Olympics I saw in 2012. I went to the Paralympics. We went to the Paralympic uh,
9: weightlifting. It was awesome.
2: Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Paul, stay there. Come to you after this. Talk radio. So, um, there you go. It's a show about nothing can call in about nothing and I could make it easy and give you a load of topics but where's the fun in that? 0844 499 1000 I'm Ian Lee this is Talk Radio
0: Late
3: night Ian Lee
0: on Talk Radio We have ways of making you talk
10: Here's a message from the haters club State of
2: Hush yourself. I have in my hand a piece of paper. But before
5: that, let's go to Paul.
2: Hello, Paul.
5: Hello. Ian. Hello, Paul. I was just wondering if you was a Discogs user. Yes. Uh, a user of hello. the website. Yes? Discogs.
2: I got the reference. Uh, I was on Discogs today, looking something up.
5: Oh. Oh, yeah. Was was it expensive or
2: was no? It-, it didn't exist. It, ah, it, it didn't exist. I'm after some uh, uh, some records. Those things
5: happen, don't
2: they? Yeah, I'm after some stuff that was released online by the artist, mm. and you can't. They, they were never released on on. Um, CD or anything, you can't get them, and they list them on Discogs, but you can't. Yeah, they do, don't they? They list them. But, but I like I like it. Discogs. For those who don't know, let's explain. Let's let's cut to the chase. Let's stop yeah, messing yeah, about. Go let's, let's go for it. it. Let's dive straight in there. Let's tell them <laughs> exactly what it is. What Discogs <laughs> is it's a geeky record site for <laughs> old farts like me and Paul, where you can go. It's like eBay, but it's it's a little bit more niche. <laughs> It's true, yes, isn't it?
5: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. under. What was the last thing you bought on there, Paul? Oh. Um. Mm. Oh. Oh. Show me knife. What compilation? What? A show me. Oh, show Sh- knife. Show
2: knife. I thought you said show me knife. The Japanese uh, Japanese yeah, band. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I yeah,
5: bought yeah. a compilation. Uh, I... It wasn't. It wasn't expensive. I... It's, it's readily available, but it just turned out it was uh, cheaper for me to buy it um, on there than it was my local store.
2: I never quite got. I never quite got shown a knife.
5: Yeah, you know they're okay. No, all oh, their songs are brilliant. They did um,
2: um a version of Daydream Believer, of course. Yes. By the They, w-
5: they w- did a lot of Ramones covers.
2: Yeah. Here we go, is one. here's one. Hang on a minute. Let's see what this is. This is on. me. Hang on a minute. Huh? Hang on a minute. Here we go. here's one. <laughs> Nah, I never really... I've only got that one album, Brandon. <laughs> I, it's an old <laughs> album, Matt. let's give him another chance. There's, there's one called Keep On Rockin'. Here we go, hang on. See, that's the
5: plectrum.
2: Yeah, yeah plectrum bass, isn't it? Yeah. So that's oh, how yeah. I play the bass. I play the bass with the plectrum. I can't do uh, the, the picking.
5: Here you, go. Are you just sort of Here we go. Hang on, hang on. Oh, come
2: on. Nah, they're rubbish. I was right. I was right. And I'll listen to them again in another 20 years. They're rubbish. Um, I just needed it because I didn't have any. Yeah, so I, well, I, I go for the comp- We like-, like to fill in our gaps, don't we? Oh, yes. I did, um, something quite powerful this past week. <laughs> Sorry? Um, I went to... Hey, I went, I went to Ikea, right? No. Yeah. And I was dreading it, because I I, got—I needed to buy a couple of new rugs, because the dog, when she was a puppy, she she wasn't house trained, she ruined the rugs. And I wanted to get some storage boxes, right? I wanted to get some boxes, because I've got all these books. I've got loads and loads of books, and I don't want to chuck any books away. But we've got no more bookshelves. So all the books that I have read in the last six months... I've put them into boxes, I've put them in the garage, right? So, uh, it means that I've got fresh books around me, and then in a year's time I can go and swap them back over. So it's sorted, right? So I bought myself a lot of space there. Right. And of course, um, here's the thing. I, I, here's the thing. Let me, t- let me tell you a little story, Paul. That song I just tell played, me. I'm going to tell you. The song I played at the top of the hour was by Marnie Coppola, right? Who is, is, I, I think is a genius, right? Well, she
5: yeah. she came up. lady. Sorry? clever She's a very, very clever lady. And she
2: was on the show a couple of weeks ago. We put out the interview again last week. Anyway. And she emails me now, because I'm trying to get her to come over to the UK. So she emailed me when I was in Ikea, saying, oh, by the way, Ian, here's a new song. Do you think I should include it on the new album? Or do you think the UK fans will uh, connect with it? Right? She's American. and I So I'm in Ikea listening to this new song that no one's ever heard, and it's brilliant. And I replied to her, is brilliant. I'm in IKEA. Right. Yeah. I don't know why I told her that, but to sound, cause she's quite urban, right? She lives in New York, right? So to make myself sound cool, I didn't say, I'm in IKEA. I said, I'm in F in IKEA. <laughs> uh, it's a bit urban, isn't it? I'm in F in IKEA. And what yeah. I'm saying is, I'm a family man. I've got responsibilities, oh, uh, and I like having nice things in my home, but man, it's a drag. Oh, it's a drag being in, being in F'n Ikea, and uh, having to give money to the man. F that. Oh, F that. I'd rather be rolling a fat one, and, you know, going on a, I don't know, going on a cruise, going on a barge down the river or so. You know, it's something cool, right? It's something cool like that. I like, um,
5: what's that thing the Oxford people do? The ox? With the sticks.
2: I'd, I'd like to stick a- put, get a stick inside an ox. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of was what I was thinking, <laughs> right? And so she replied, and she replied- she, this was how cool she is, right? She replied with the word IKEA, and then she- you know emojis, yeah? Who? Oh? You know emojis, yeah?
5: No, I never heard that. Right. Mm-hmm. Who's that with you? Who's the, who's the prisoner? Uh, my wife has just told me I should get a phone. You got a phone? I have a phone. Yeah, you're you're talking to me on it, Paul. Yeah, my wife's just uh, told me I should get off the phone. Oh, ask her if she knows what an emoji is. Do you know what an emoji is, Cran? Paul, Paul,
4: Paul, Paul, stop that. Yeah, just put
5: the phone down. She's told me to put the phone down. But does she know what an emoji is? Do you know what an emoji is? What...
4: No, she's, she's giving, she.
2: Nope. Okay. Um, there was an F-bomb there, we dumped that. But I didn't hear what she, what she said before the F-bomb, cast. Uh, did you hear, Kyle, what she said before the F-bomb? You would have heard the F-bomb as well, wouldn't you, Kyle?
16: No, no, Kyle got it on the phone. So, no, I, I didn't, I was more amazed, I was sort of breathtaking by that.
2: Um, is typing on my screen that she, that she said, let you and your woman speak. Why well, did,
16: so does, hang on, let me work this out, just so does she think he's having an affair? With me. That's mental. And she, but
2: yet she's they're still in the same god god don't you want to know this is the this is the beauty of this gig kyle right this is why mm-hmm. doing this time of night is the best the best time of night right after half 11 is when it really starts cooking because i have i have now got so many questions about paul i think he's from south end and um his relationship with his wife and um, you know, were there anything uh, they'd you been drinking or whatever, or sheep were they in bed? Were they downstairs? Well, so many questions! So many that, questions! That's wow. just.
16: I feel, uh, <coughs> excuse me, my voice is going. I feel really bad because I was just going to ask you about is it IKEA
15: or IKEA? It's
2: IKEA, you muppet. <laughs> Who do you think you are? My mate Conan's mum?
16: No, no, no. On the TV advert now, it says IKEA. No, they don't. They do. No, they don't. They really well do. Maybe they do, but it's IKEA. Um, Anyway. Yeah. I have another question for you. So this thing uh, next week uh, in your studio on the 2nd of September, that sounds fantastic. Yes. And I was thinking, that's brilliant, obviously. I love the Divine Comedy. I didn't know about that. Yep. I think we were at the He's same time. He's going to be on the
2: phone. There, it, n- not Neil Hannan's going to be on the phone, let me very say true. that.
16: Very true. But yep. a very talented man. Yeah. However, I'm just thinking, is this some sort of trap, like film night, where you've got to get us all in the studio, and like, last night failed, yeah. so you'll get us all in one place, yeah. and then just kill us like the John Johns Massacre?
2: Um, it's an interesting idea. <laughs> Having seen the listening figures... I can't really afford to kill the fifty people that will turn up.
16: It, it wouldn't help the Jaguars, would it? Really? It, it would. We'd be into negative figures. Uh, Nacy, I'm I'm into your game now, though, because I'm still thinking. Cast my eye back. I still want to know more about that bloke now. Ringing in, and his missus thinking that he's doing a bit. he
2: will call him again, Paul. We've spoken to Paul before. I'm sure we have. And um, I don't remember him. I'm sure we've spoken to Paul before. Are we not, cast Oh, cast saying we've not. Oh, we, well, okay. Well. Um, we've not. He sounded half cut. To be honest, Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. What was I talking to him about though? Cause I had... Oh, emojis. So she sends. You know what emojis are, don't you, Kyle? Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> <you just got laughs> I can't can't because... get him to ask his missus what an emoji was. <laughs> 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 that just made me laugh. Um, so, anyway, she writes back, because she understands, Imani Coppola understands the frustration of me being in Ikea. She writes back, Ikea, and then she has a picture of her head, and then she has a gun pointing to the head. And I think she was saying that I should run a mock with a Glock in, um, the shop.
16: But do you know they've changed the emoji picture now? Do you know about this? No. Yeah, yeah, they've changed it. So instead of a gun, it's uh, a water pistol seriously i'm not winding you up let well, me it's, hang it's, a minute
2: let me check let me go let me check my emails mm-hmm. um because uh, i do get emails from pop stars let me how do i search hang on imani hang on a minute i've i guess i've emailed two really cool people in the last couple of days um i have
16: uh no that's a gun mate that's definitely a gun what the change in the next update? I saw something. In I'll update your
2: face and my fist in a minute if you keep on. Oh, I've emailed two people: Michael Nesmith, and also here's who I've emailed at the weekend: Bruce Lee's wife.
16: What? Why do you
2: email her? Um, to say that I have information about her. No, to see if she'll come on the show. Uh, uh, Bruce Lee's wife and daughter. I've he- emailed them to see if they'll come on the show. How cool would that be? Getting Shannon or Linda on? That'll
16: be awesome that would be quite cool that would be really cool man have you now thought about um i was thinking about somebody from oh no i uh, was told elvis presley's missus oh did she cost too much for now
2: she wouldn't go, she wouldn't want to come on something like this i've got no connection with with elvis presley's missus but with 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 bruce with bruce lee i've got a spiritual connection so um uh mm-hmm. kyle stay there i'll come to you after this Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. so kyle i've got a letter i've got a fan letter Okay. Shall we open it? I've not opened it. Shall we open it? Yeah,
16: oh, oh, you gotta open it and read it now, live on that?
2: I'm wondering if it's from the fruitcake who keeps sending me anonymous daft letters. Let's have a look. Oh, oh no. Oh no.
16: Um It's not from Stephen, is it? No, this
2: is typed. Hang on oh. a second. And this might be might this might be serious. Hang on a, a minute. uh 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 uh
6: uh 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 uh
2: um uh, uh, hang on a minute Uh, 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 uh. it's from someone called ben i'm not going to read it all because that's it's actually it's a nice it's a nice letter and they're referencing something that happened on the show that they were particularly touched by Mm. ian i love what you and kath are doing what okay i look forward to the podcast so keep on trucking there's a phrase you don't hear anymore who invented the keep on trucking phrase because in the 70s right was it g i remember that my dad used to work with a company called g h lucking it wasn't d D dave lee travis that was keep on (laughs) touching
16: can you say that now
2: no, 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 oh. no. Keep on touching the, um, uh, the, uh, cordless telephone. No, the phoneless, oh. the phoneless cord, wasn't it? That was what I, uh, keep on... Oh, I can't say, what well, she's just written on the screen. Um, what was it, the prize that you would give away? A phoneless cord. Hello, Kyle? Oh, no, sorry, I thought you were talking to Catherine, sorry. Yeah, we'll talk talk to her anytime. Sorry, sorry. Um, uh... is it a nice letter yes and that's a nice letter thank you thank you ben i apologize ben for thinking that you might be yeah yeah, read that cath that's nice i apologize ben for thinking you might be a serial killer or a serial masturbator um you're not you're a nice person that's written a nice letter, and, uh, thank you very much indeed. You read that, yeah. Kath, that's nice. Kyle, but, get to the but, flipping point of this bloody call, man!
16: For... Well, I was just, I was just asking whether he would kill us all. but how, anyway, are yes. you going to write back to him now, and would you use, like, nice, uh, note paper? Would you actually handwrite a note and say, thank you for the compliments on the No,
6: show?
2: I don't oh. think there's an address on there, there might be. I don't, I don't write letters, I don't write letters, uh, don't do that, no. Oh. That's not what you called in for, because you didn't know I had that
16: letter, Kyle. No, I called in just to see whether you were going to try and assassinate us all. Oh, no, no, no. Uh,
2: It wouldn't be an assassination. It would just be a mass murder. Um, Because none of you... Unless, like, you know, you're like political leaders or something, it's not going to be an assassination. When does... Here we go. Here's the question. hmm. When does a murder become an assassination? Political leaders... That's definitely assassination, right? When the guy tried to shoot Ronald Reagan to impress Jodie Foster, that was an assassination attempt, right? Yeah. If I was to try and kill the Pope, that would be an assassination attempt. If I succeeded, it would be an assassination. Um, but yet people often refer to the murder of John Lennon as an assassination. So is an assassination, it can't just be a public figure because Jill Dando was, it was called a murder. I, I, I know I'm, I'm, I'm. we're speaking freely, and I'm not making light of any of these things. Hmm. Uh, I'm just using them as example. Uh, Jill Dander was referenced as a murder, wasn't it? Not an assassination. So, is it is it a leader? Because it could be argued that John Lennon could, 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 was, was a kind of leader. There's that video of him oh, oh, give peace a chance, and he's walking down the streets. Um, I, I don't know. Oh wait! Four, there we go. This is the last forty-seven minutes of a very sombre show. When does a murder become an assassination? Oh, hang on, Kyle, stay there. I bet yeah. I bet Gary knows. Gary, yes, Mister Lee. Well, when does an assa- When does a murder become an assassination?
17: Well, I, I was trying to lighten the mood a little bit. That's that's a bit heavy, isn't it? This time of night. Uh, well, well, I think. it, Well, well, I don't. Uh, an assassination is if it's maybe a president or something, but well, not maybe someone who's in the public figure.
2: Well, but OK, well, then I, I reference you again to um, uh, John Lennon. It, that's, that, there is a film called The Assassination of John Lennon. So he was assassinated.
17: I think they were trying to ride the, the wave of Kennedy on that one, weren't they?
2: Well, the old Kennedy wave. Hang on, c- Gary, we'll come to your point in a minute. Carl, did we get to your point? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, thanks for calling.
17: Yes, Gary, what did you
2: call in for, boss?
17: <laughs> I was just trying to lighten the middle a little bit, just to play, play a bit of uh, concert relay. Really I'm just coming back from a concert. I wanted you to guess which
2: one it was. You've been to a concert. Okay, let me have a little th- ...thing. I've got- yeah. I'm going to a- see what I'm going to do, Gary. I'm going to ask you a series of questions, right? And <laughs> through it. the answers, I'm going to work out who you went to see. All right? Sounds good. Play a game, okay. right? Okay. First question. Okay. Okay. Who did you go and see in concert tonight?
17: <laughs> uh, that would be giving it away. I can give you the location if you want. It was in London. It was Wembley, wasn't it? It was the O2. No, not when, the O2. Uh, well, when... quite of the O2, but not the O2.
2: Oh, oh, so it was in the Indigo Room at the O2. No,
17: it was uh, at O2 something, but not the O2 or the Indigo O2.
2: O2, um, uh, right? Well, that's either was that Shepherd's Bush then? No,
17: not Shepherd's Bush.
2: Where's the other O2 then? It's not, um, it's not what we used to be called the Hammersmith Apollo. In Kentish town? You know Kentish town? Oh, the Town the Country Club! The Forum. Well, the t- it was the Town and Country Club in my day, yeah. then the Forum. you see the
17: HMV Forum, and then they changed it to the O2 Forum.
2: So you, okay, so you've been to see somebody, and I'm not going to Google this, because I genuinely, um, I'm excited. Now, that is that is a mid-sized venue. Yeah. Right. So that is normally, was it up and coming or was it down
17: and going? Uh, I wouldn't say up and coming. Maybe you could categorise it as down and going. Down and going. And I've been, been around for fifteen, twenty years. There we
2: go. Down and going. Down and going. It's it's a good it's a good sized venue for uh, up and coming or down and going acts. Yes. Um,
17: been around for quite a while.
2: British or American? American. Ooh. 20 years, so they would have start, started about... No, late 90s, American...
17: Late 90s, early 2000s, they were quite big. Nickelback! Uh, ooh, it's a long nose line. It's oh. a long nose line. Oh,
2: God, you've, you've wasted your money. Um, <laughs> oh, Sixpence None the Richer. <laughs> no, <laughs> I made myself laugh, I remember really them. Richer. Do you remember them? Oh, sixpence God. None yeah, the Richer. Bet, yeah. They did their... Was that, was that Kiss Me, was it? Their hit was Kiss Me, then the follow-up yeah, yeah. to it was, um, There She Goes by the Lars. That's right, yeah. yeah. I mean, they disappeared off the face
17: of the earth. I don't think they could set out the forum or the pub next to it, actually.
2: No, I don't think they could. The pub next to it, the, bu- is, uh, the Bullen Gate, is it? The Bullen Gate? Yeah,
17: that, that's been all redone. actually. It's quite nice in there. And then there's the, the assembly room, which is a pub on the corner, just as you come out of the station. be pretty nice in there.
2: I used to, um, uh, the, Bullen Gate. I, I've played at the Bullen Gate, and I've seen Frank Sybottom there a lot. Um... Kathy's guessing Evanescence, but you don't sound like a Christian no. rocker to me, no. No, definitely not Evanescence. River City the, people?
17: Uh, <laughs> no. The two, uh I'll give you another clue then. Go on. The two the, the two, the two brothers. Yeah. Who are the lead singers and the main guitarists. Well, um not Van
2: Halen. Not Van Halen, no. Mate, I'm going to be honest. It's going to be some poxy ban I've never heard of. (laughs) Oh, no, don't lose him now. Gary? Oh, you are... Gary? Oh, you are joking. You are joking! Get him straight back. Call him straight back immediately. You... Oh! I did make myself laugh by remembering sixpence none the richer <laughs> it was a terrible name for a band and river city people remember they had a hit with california dreaming wasn't it i think that and that was it and that was it oh we can't get hold of gary what a bummer gary i think we've got you back sorry about that i was
17: oh. on the train, so i went through a tunnel oh mate
2: <laughs> you can't, that was a, a nasty cruel game go on then sorry, who, sorry, who sorry. was it i can't i can't work it out
17: yeah, good charlotte
2: Oh well, that is good. Charlotte, American. I thought they were um, Welsh. Not Welsh. No, they're American. Well, you say you say. I couldn't name you a good Charlotte song. You must know "Young and the Hopeless."
17: Um, I don't know it off the top. Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Um. Uh,
2: what was the What was the the last song they played for the encore?
17: Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous.
2: All right, well, if I can get my internet to, uh, right, good Charlotte. You, you
17: When you put it on, Lifestyles of you, you must recognise that. You're, right. you're a music guru. All right, guru. all right, all right, let's have a,
2: all right, here we go. Here we go, let's have a little, let's have a little listen. This is the official oh, yeah. video for Lifestyles. What's all these adverts on YouTube, guys?
17: Oh, it drives me mad.
2: And it's a it's a whole twelve seconds we've got to sit through. Well, I'm not even gonna look at it to. Well, uh, well, I've got to look at it to see. Right, six, five.
6: Oh,
2: how do it does it go? it go? Lifestyles of the rich and famous. Is that it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, no, Here we go. No, off, Hang off. on, this. TV, oh, I know this. Yeah. Here we go. Dear, there's there's a touch of blink 182s about them, and a touch of what was the band I quite liked on the album? Uh,
8: Hang
2: on, let me just get to the chorus. Hang on.
8: And the
6: crazy.
2: Did he have
8: his
17: hair done up in the the punk style? Yeah, kind of. They most most of it. Um, That's d- d- light in the mood, other than assassination, because he's going bald, isn't it? Um,
2: uh, yeah, they did, remind me that. of um, who are the so- the band that did. Um, um, I quite like them. Is there some called Black Parade? Oh, uh, My Chemical Romance. Yeah, they, that, I liked My Chemical Romance. Yeah, good, band, good
17: That band. was a, that was a good that was
2: a good, that was a good
17: album, that. Yeah, it was a really good album, actually. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Really good album. All right, Gary. Well, thank you for
2: that, mate. No was, it, was it good? Did you enjoy it? I did, indeed. Did indeed. give a little call on the way back. There you go. Thank you, Gary. I appreciate that. Always happy to take calls from people on the way back um from bands monday night monday night gig you see monday night gig good charlotte um tomorrow Catherine and i are going to see the new beatles movie um which is based on lord of the rings you know they were going to make a film that was after help that was going to be based on lord of the well it was going to be lord of the rings they were going to make lord of the rings and uh, ringo was going to be bilbo that would have been awesome then they had um i think this was before help they had joe orton write a film script for them or at least a treatment of a film script and i think john and paul uh, someone someone with more beatles knowledge will 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 know so joe orton was going to write a film script for the beatles and john and paul i think were going to be um it was going to be implied that they were gay and they were going to go around doing like robberies and stuff man that would have been awesome wouldn't it wouldn't it and then i think that morphed into loot I think i think I might, I might be connecting uh two or three slightly different things but i'm sure that's how that's how i remember it um so yeah tomorrow we're gonna go and see uh the uh, beatles uh the beatles on tour movie directed by ron howard richie cunningham from happy days um which i'm very very excited about we're gonna go and see a press screening Oh, that reminds me. I've got a press copy of the Mike Love book, right? The guy from the Beach Boys. And the two bits I want to read to you, I can't read to you because because one in- involves racial language, and one um, involves the sexual word. I oh, know I can read it because I can I can change the words. I won't read the racial language one because that will. Um... Oh, so I, I it's on my phone because I've got a picture of it. No, I can I can I can do it and I can change the the the, the words. I know we've got young ears and stuff um So this is the Mike Love book, right? Which is is a, is a cracking read. I'm absolutely loving it. So right, this is Mike Love, lead singer of the Beach Boys, cousin to Brian, Dennis, and Carl, and he talks about Dennis Wilson, right? This is how he starts the the second chapter of the book. As teenagers, Dennis and I would wake up early and go fishing on the Redondo Beach Breakwater, passing the day talking about girls, our parents the indignity of adolescence and sex no one's ever spoken the indignity of adolescent hey dennis should we talk about the indignity of adolescence i don't know what it means i was only three years older than dennis but that's about 30 in teenage years so i tried to give him some pointers now i'm going to use a different word in a minute right but the the, the clever amongst you will be able to put the, the right word in so i tried to give him some pointers ...and was the first to tell him about cunning linguists. Cunning linguists. It piqued his interest. And by... how ha- I hope he's doing an audiobook of this. If he's doing an... I, I think he is. If he's doing an audiobook, man alive, that clip's going to get played all the time during the news. Um, it piqued his interest. And by t- and this is the thing, right? By Mike Love telling Dennis Wilson about that, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a, a conservative estimate: two hundred and fifty thousand women were much happier, including Christine McVie from um, Fleetwood Mac. So, Mike Love gets a bad rap. Lady should be thanking him. A lot of ladies should be doing a lot of thanking. But this book is genuinely, i honestly, I love it. And I'm, I'm reading it really slowly because I'm savouring it, S- savouring it. It's one of those books, I, do, I, want, I want to enjoy this. And I know that if I could sit down, I could demolish this in a day. And I don't want to. I want to, to savour it. Because I reckon, there's, Brian Wilson's got a book coming out as well. Dean Torrance has got a book coming out, which I've ordered. I've ordered it. Um, and that'll be a good read I I reckon the Brian Wilson one might be a bit dry it'll sell more than the Mike Love one it'll sell like ten times the number of the Mike Love books Uh, and the Mike Love book will get reviews based on the fact that he's wearing a cap on the cover he's an old bald rock star they don't like showing the fact they're bald they hate it You know, we all know what's under there, and it's kind of like an unwritten rule. No one mentions it. Mike Love might be coming on the show. I'm I'm desperately chasing that. Um, And and the book will get slated because it's Mike Love. And I I cannot, for the life of me, work out why he's so hated by music journalists. I, I, I... i mean i I know I kind of know why, but I don't understand why music journalists can't see through that bullshit and one of the 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 oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand by the way um and one of the reasons he gets slated right he gets slated because apparently he didn't like uh pet sounds that's not true he gets slated because he um got upset with the lyrics because he didn't understand the lyrics to smile well he had to sing them so of course he's going to ask van dyke parks who wrote the lyrics i don't know what this means can you explain it to me of course he's he's got to sing it um and it wasn't that wasn't the reason smile didn't get released it got released because the didn't get released because the beach boys decided at that point to sue their record company and brian wilson decided to take way more acid than his fragile mind could take um but you also get slated because of like some of the songs that he did in the 80s were rubbish. Some were rubbish, man. Awful. And the fact that his singing was a bit rubbish in the 80s. He, he, he really, if you watch videos of Mike Love in the 80s, he really plays up the nasal thing. It's weird. I don't know why. But no one mentions, give my regards to Broad Street, a whole movie that Paul McCartney made that I've watched three times. And I must be the own, even Paul McCartney's not seen it three times. It's unwatchable. It is. There are some good moments in it. The um, the ballroom dancing scene is superb. But for the most part, it is terrible, right? And that's a Beatle. I remember Give My Regards to Broad Street coming out in the cinema, 1984, I think. And um, I remember seeing trailers for it and clips of it on, on kids' programs. It was awful. And no one goes, oh, Paul McCartney is a right knob, right? Because he made that awful. They go, oh, it's Paul McCartney. Yeah, it's Paul McCartney. He's brilliant. No one mentions uh, the Press to Play album by Paul McCartney. That was awful. And yet everyone that has a pop-up might Love, And they'll slag him off for this book. Um, and it's... Oh, look. I've gone to chapter 10. I've just opened it chapter 10. My personal life remained cha- chaotic. So much so that I have a single file that holds the divorce papers from one marriage and the wedding invitation from the next, I may need to work on my filing system. Boom! Come on! I was good at falling in love, but lousy at being in love. Oh, come on, man! He's telling it! Love it! I might love it! 0844-499-1000 0844-499-1000 oh, four, 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 nine, nine, I'm Ian Lee, this is Talk Radio
0: Across the UK, online and on DAB
5: Ian Lee, on
0: Talk Radio We have ways of making you talk
5: Every weeknight from ten
13: Get an earful of unusual nocturnal emissions With radio's lord of misrule, Ian Lee No relation,
10: thank God.
9: The cactus and the tree and the rabbit on
1: the hill. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional
2: conversation. It's going to be awesome. Late Night Ian Lee. Just listen and see
1: what happens. Tonight from 10 on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Late Night Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
0: We have ways of making you talk.
2: So, last twenty minutes of the show, you can call in if you want, or not. If you don't want, it do not matter. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. We call you back. Um, and, and now, at this stage, uh, uh, Catherine joins me in the studio. Have you been Hello. Here, yeah.
10: Um,
2: now, at this stage, as the show kind of winds down and the numbers of callers naturally wind down, I'd be going through the papers, but there's 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 nothing in the papers of any interest whatsoever it's very very uh
11: well it's all olympic hangover isn't it but you're saying bolt
2: i wasn't saying anything
11: what's he thinking
2: it's quite a good joke that wasn't yeah, it no. what's what's he done
11: well um w- well it's more a case of who Uh oh according to the mail he was with three women in one night and allowed one of them to take a picture mid-flow which he's published and embarrassingly has got
2: out how much flow
11: well mm, over his shoulder i mean there's a time and a place for that isn't i'm there?
2: confused as to um
11: what i'm saying to you i'm saying to you what you think i'm saying to you <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know about that but they, he was certainly still he, w- he was looking the other way let's He's, put it that he, way
2: he, he won he won gold medals did he
11: well he did yeah but his well, girl- if, if he... girlfriend's not going to be very pleased about ah, it
2: Ah, you see but the then there's old... another
11: one with him looking at the camera so obviously you don't care
2: he's a gold medal winner and i think that these guys and gals should i'm i will happily have celebratory sex with any of the gold medal winners <laughs> um gold only i don't want no, I don't, not bronze or silver. standards um well i could be persuaded to try bronze they are <laughs> they they're are peak
11: physical specimens
2: yeah well i am yeah but they <laughs> they are the modern equivalent of um like scott of the antarctic
11: yeah uh, they're like the, i didn't see any i mean it would have been paintings wouldn't it yeah, over yeah. the
2: shoulder shots <laughs> no but i mean they're heroes they're inspirations our young people you know kids will look up to usain bolt and say oh wow well, he got gold, and he's, he's having it away well, with three ladies. I don't think these
11: women were admiring his running prowess. Brilliant!
2: He's got. He's, I could. Have, I could sleep with three ladies one day. When I've, if I could get a gold medal, brilliant! Something to aim for. I'm not going to do drugs. I'm not going to smoke. <laughs> not going to eat fatty food. Um, and I'm going to turn the TV off. I'm going to go for a run because I'd like to have to have it away with three ladies, three classy ladies like that i would like that so why are they talking like that because they're children they sound like paul you yeah, yeah children you know paul Dunan is one of the nicest people yeah and i made. heard him
11: today is on the way in he was talking to sam delaney and he seemed like a really nice fella
2: i love paul and I, I, I know him a
5: little he's bit.
11: made a bit of a muppet of himself but who hasn't yeah exactly On reality tv shows yeah. i'm so glad that during my heavy drinking years there was no such thing as like camera phones yeah or stuff.
5: he
2: got he got
11: i got away with some terrible things
2: he got a bit messed up but he's he's such a nice bloke paul. I, I, and it, he, we keep meaning to um go uh for a coffee or something ed there's a telephone call mate. Eh? it's uh, paul the nan <laughs> are we gonna go for that coffee no i no. don't but i like paul let's go to um he's he, he's really he's a really nice um gentle spirit yes martin
14: hi in you right? hello martin you all right so i was down downstairs because the dog's kicking off badly she's cooking what the reason I was calling. Sorry? I said the reason I was calling. Oh, yes. Assassination or Murder.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, 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 it sounds like, it's a great title for a game. If any, I can't be bothered. If anyone can think of a game that we can play called Assassination or Murdering, just think of the rules. We'll play it tomorrow. Okay. But go on, <laughs> go on. What, what's the difference?
14: Well, isn't an assassination carried out by someone that's called an assassin? Mm. And a murder is carried out by someone that's called a murderer?
2: Yeah, but I think you. Oh, okay. I think you become. The, the the job description... It's not you don't go, right, I'm an assassin, so I'm going to kill Kath and that's going to be an assassination. It, I think it's retrospectively given to you, isn't it, after well, the event?
14: Well, I'm not sure. Isn't an assassin someone that is either monetarily or politically motivated mm-hmm. to right. kill somebody, and a murderer is someone that premeditates the emotional mm, killing of somebody they they know or have a vested interest in killing? So...
11: There's no. also an element of surprise in an assassination.
14: Well, yeah, potentially.
2: Well, no, there's an element of surprise in most murders. No. <laughs> but, but so you're saying you can be an assa- you can be it can be an assassination if there is m- money involved or, or politics.
14: What well, the, well, the person committing the, the killing, yeah, isn't emotionally attached, but they're politically motivated right, well, or monetarily well,
2: motivated. That's, well, the, the well, okay, I'm going I'm to shoot that down, pun intended, because I could be paid quite handsomely say 50 pounds to murder Catherine. why is it
11: me in just because it's, it's, it's
2: the, the, the thing i uh, hold on to i could be paid 50 pounds to murder Catherine, but that would still be a murder look it's not that's not an assassination and yet i am mo- um you know um contract killers are murderers they're not
14: assassins i'm not so sure i don't think that holds water
11: I the, would think of an assassin distract. as a hitman, so it's a hit rather than a murder, isn't it?
14: Okay, let, let's let let's lay on top of that. Not only are they monetarily uh, motivated or politically motivated, they are trained to kill, yeah. as opposed to somebody that is not trained to kill but does it almost sporadically, but what? in a premeditated way. You know, um, you
2: know, you um, know, quite often you'll hear radio presenters say, "Well." Gun crime is rife. I mean, I could walk into a pub in the east end of London and, and buy a gun. What pub is that? I'm just asking for a friend. Because I don't know. I have never been in a pub, right, and thought, ooh, I, I could, I'm, I'm getting a vibe. I could probably buy a gun in here.
11: I had a neighbour once who got put away. Yeah. For hiring a hitman. Really? Mm-hmm.
2: What, Pete Waterman? No. <laughs> that, was, that was a good one, wasn't it? The hitman and her? Yeah.
11: No, an actual hitman with an actual gun.
2: Did it, well, did, did the person kill someone? Did he, Did they murder, was it a murder they were trying to do?
11: They were doing a hit. So a murder? No hit.
2: Not an assassination, no though? No hit. Who were they trying to murder and did they do it?
11: They, no, they got found out mid-flow. That's what? the second time I've said mid-flow today. I
2: wish you'd stop doing that.
14: So, 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 is an assassination someone that kills someone on the instructions of others, as opposed to under their own steam? right,
2: no, okay, well then Mark Chapman... Who, who assassinated John Lennon. That is referred to as an assassination. Yeah, yeah I,
14: I, think that's, I think that, I, I'm not sure about that. I think no. he was murdered. No, yeah. well, no, no, guys, well, no, guys you, you can't just change the rules. No, but the fact that somebody in the media referred to it as an assassination doesn't well, make it a definitive assassination, does it? Hang
2: on a minute, hang on a minute. So, because it's called an assassination, but it doesn't fit your rather, let's be honest, Martin, flimsy... Well... Uh, boundaries. <laughs> you, you're not citing it as I an assassination. I think being unfair.
11: I think, you know, the media often abuse the English language, you know, stupid things like rushing people to hospital and up close and personal. These things mean nothing. No, anyway, a... assassination has got to be political, like Indira... No. Indira Gandhi, assassination.
2: Yeah, yeah, well, okay, well, we know that, yeah, exactly. Right, so- John F. Kennedy. Asa- yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you think that was a murder? Of course that was an assassination. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, there is a film. For political reasons. There is a film called The Assassination of John Lennon. There's a movie called it. So, that's right. what it's referred so to. That,
11: that's the criterion then, I that- don't
2: understand why, just because something doesn't fit into your obviously incorrect framework, um, you're now going, oh, well, they, well, they, no, it can't be that then. Those guys have got that wrong.
14: Yeah. No, I'm not, I, I haven't got a, a preconceived framework. I'm just making a suggestion. Yeah, exactly. And Kath's being a bit, what trying to do is Kath is... be provocative and no, I'm not. I'm trying to you into an argument. Yeah,
11: what no, he's I'm trying not... to do is trying to start on us both. I'm not trying to g anyone it into me? an
2: argument. I'm trying to I'm trying to work out You're what is an assassination murder, so that when I when I when I kill you, Martin, <laughs> I can I know exactly um, what uh, what crime I've committed.
11: I witnessed that, Martin, so <laughs> I'll know who done it.
2: Yeah, I did, I did it. Oh dear. Okay. Thanks for calling, man. Love you. I love you too, man. I enjoyed that. Thank you. Oh, wait, Four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Hey, it's the cabby from Scotland. It's
1: Rocky. Pam, 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 How you doing? I thought I'd better give you a wee phone, yeah, hey, pan, pan, a pan. Pan. Rocky,
2: how's it going in Edinburgh? He's got even more you know, squash. You know, I
1: missed you. I missed you last week. I, I honestly,
2: missed you. I missed you.
1: <laughs> uh, th- it
2: was nice to meet you the other week in Edinburgh, uh, Rocky, and, and thank no, you for letting it... us travel in your car, which
11: was pristine apart from a big kiss mark on the window. Yeah, uh... that was
2: that's true. There was a big <laughs> hey, kiss mark listen. on the window.
1: The taxi's discretion is my middle name, right? If you want to start telling stories about what happens in taxis. <laughs> I'll tell the listeners what you got up to, you yeah,
2: right? Well, listen, I didn't have enough money and I th- to pay you, uh, but I thought I still <laughs> wanted to give you a tip.
1: Well, it was, uh, oh, it was when you were talking about the, the gold medalist. I'm saying, who wants to sleep with a, well, with a silver medalist? Yeah. yeah. I mean, come on, who wants to come second, eh? Oi! Oi, 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 Hey. listen, just to be quicky. I'm finishing up now, and I'm getting myself home, and I'm going to jump onto the five on demand. Because I want to watch the programme from Saturday. Ah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, wh- what should I be skipping past? What was crap and what was decent? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: you don't want to watch it. Listen, it was, it was, it was. A, no, it was a fun show, and I thoroughly enjoyed doing it. Um, uh, uh, it. But it's not for everyone. I don't know if you'd enjoy it, Rocky. But you're very kind, but um,
1: I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, I'm sure. Well, no, I'm genuinely interested. Like you see, you doing well. Like you see, you getting on.
2: Well,
6: by
1: the way. Listen, the real yes. no reason I phone tonight oh, I okay. had um I shook with who someone I would I would describe as an actual legend tonight. Right? Oh, yeah. uh, I'll give you clues, right? boy was up for the festival. Yeah. He was only doing two shows. Lemmy. Must be no no no. I saw Lemmy the other night. Yeah. I saw Lemmy the other night. Ah, uh, he's he's playing at the uh, international conference yeah, yeah yeah I love Lemmy yeah. big venue big venue yeah. Um, aye, I'm a at away. by the way I'm warm uh, at good lad he's good lad but anyway can. tonight right this guy as I say I'll give you a clue you tell me if you, if you know who that is I'm talking he must be late 80s must be right uh, mid, mid to late 80s right? I mean, Nicholas Parsons no but I'll tell you what I spoke about I'm, I've, heard, I've heard Nicholas Parsons in the taxi the past <laughs> Did you to kill him on the bounce for the festival yeah Okay. And the, the first year, it was like, oh, there's Nicholas Parsons. And then by last year, you're thinking, oh, oh right,
6: nice there's Nicholas, Nicholas Parsons. Parsons
1: eh? <laughs> um, but uh, the um, the guy in question tonight, I think, and this is without Wikipedia, I think he started writing for the Goon Show.
11: This sounds like right? the beginning of Stars in the Rise. Uh,
1: yes. Barry I, I Pryor. Well, Boom! Straight in yeah, there. Well, straight, straight in there. there. after three. I was delighted. I was delighted when he got in the the cab, um, and I told him that. I see. I see. There's no many people that I'm. I'm genuinely happy that to I see. But kill. Are, uh, listen, I know. There's. Well, um, <laughs> <but laughs> tell you what. Do you know? Did, have you met Barry Cryer?
2: No, I have not met Barry Cryer. So you win, well, Rocky,
11: you win.
1: Well if, if the game is have you met Barry yeah, Cryer excuse then? Excuse me, I'm trying to listen to the Cabby's sweetheart. Sorry, what we oh, were you saying?
11: I'm saying you win, Rocky, because you win that game.
1: Cabby's sweetheart. Thank you very much. Not thank you know what that means. Very much. But anyway, just <laughs> just a week quickie. I'm just I just wanted to say I'm delighted that he's uh back and um I right, honestly listening to had last week. Did you hear any of the best of
2: shows? Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not going to listen to the best of shows, <laughs> I didn't even no. make this lot,
11: so... I had uh, early
2: nights, and I listened to um, a bit of The Other Place. And I, I think right. I was watching watching telly and stuff, as well. did.
1: Well, I heard you saying earlier on that you, you had a couple of days when you were just in despair. Yeah. Listen, I've told you before, Ian, you've got my phone number. Yeah. Give me a bell anytime, mate. If you just want to chew the
2: fat, bless you, Rocky. You're a very kind man, and it was a real pleasure to me. Big game too. All th- right, th- thanks for looking after us. Cheers, man. Cheers, Bye-bye. guys. <laughs> See Cheers, we had um, we not really talked about Edinburgh because it seems like thank thank you, Rocky. Um, it, we, we, it seemed like such a long time ago, Um, and we've not spoken about it since we since we've been there. We've got a couple of minutes. So we, we might as well. Um, It was a joy in his light, and we met Rocky, and he offered us free rides everywhere until he turned the meter on. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um and we went to sarah sophie's house and did yeah. the show from her, from it was there brilliant.
11: we took booze and um pringles and but
2: then we couldn't eat the, i took noisy food yeah, and of course you can't eat noisy food and i was really hungry and i wanted those pringles and dip and we couldn't eat it of course you i mean, you, 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 you i you didn't were, have any of it no i know you, you and you and sarah sophie could have done um it was great and we saw some really good shows in Edinburgh mm. We we chose um we chose well because i was doing Across two shows.
6: spectrum we did
2: we, we did pretty much every um thing because well, we, i was doing a couple of shows up there which you'll be able to listen to at a later date uh what was the first one we went and saw uh
11: oh, oh. it was oh hello oh yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. charles Hortry Hortry story yeah. flipping that was bleak it was bleak some of them went in there expecting it to be you know carry on panto style yeah and at one point well very early on a woman sort of almost broke the moment didn't she yeah. by trying to get involved yeah but gosh that was a dark it was bleak
2: life. and it was in because in, in edinburgh we'll talk about this more tomorrow because we're running out of time but in edinburgh every room is turned into a venue uh let's say at midday there were, I think, 156 shows on at midday. Because since we saw that, we saw the brilliant Adam Hess, who's my favourite, favourite stand up. so funny. Uh, go and see Adam Hess if you can. He's bringing the show down to London as well. So, so we, we, maybe, we'll, in fact, we'll get him on. There we go. We'll yeah. get Adam Hess on when he's doing the shows in London. Uh, and then we saw a load of Korean magicians. Snap,
11: that show was Snap. called.
2: It was good a lot of career magic involves um, not so hidden wires
11: and the glitter boy was a particular highlight.
2: Oh, well, the glitter boy but <laughs> it was it was a cracking show i thoroughly enjoyed it we'll, we'll talk more about edinburgh um, uh, tomorrow because we didn't it's still going we on.
11: haven't even touched on the broken dreams yet and there were plenty of those oh yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah right that's it that's your lot thank you ed thank you Catherine. um i'm warming up we'll get back up to speed by um,
15: thursday of next week <laughs>
2: that's it that's your lot don't forget you can download the podcast you go to itunes or your usual podcast provider and type in ian lee talk it pops up back tomorrow ta-ta
6: talk radio listen phone talk. Talk 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 radio we'll get you talking